This show is brought to you by DF Studios Limited. Whether you're a business owner or entrepreneur, DF Studios will guide and assist you on the best ways to promote your brand digitally, in addition to creating visitor and customer generating content like blogs, social media posts, videos, and even podcasts like this one you're listening to right now. Visit dfstudiosltd.com or hit up info at dfstudiosltd.com for more info. So, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, whenever you're listening to this. This is Machabidi alongside my critique of in crime, Ricardo Medina. Hello, hello, hello. And this is another episode of BBB Radio. And it is December, folks. So, yes, people like me now, um, you know, it's, it's something I just love to do. Um, you know, it's not no OCD or nothing like that, right? Where I go on Google and I search up best movies and best albums of this year. Because, yes, now is the time for me to start to formulate my my best of list, right? I, I, I have, you know, my list down, but, you know, there's a few slots left. Um, and I just want to fill them up with the, you know, like stuff, you know, with, with movies and, you know, albums that I haven't seen. Right. Cause yeah, even though I've talked a lot about, um, movies and I've listened to a fair share of albums, there's still some movies I still haven't seen. And there's some, um, albums that I, I haven't listened to. Right. So yeah, my goal is to try to, to, to watch as much as I can and also recap certain movies as well too. Right. Um, especially those who, you know, were released digitally. Right. Um, so yeah, when after um, you know when time come after Christmas now, and we do our final episode now, yeah, that's when I could talk about best TV shows, uh, worst movies. Cause yeah, there's a couple of there's a couple of bad movies that I I have not seen that I wanna I wanna check out. I actually wanna watch Morbius. Yes, I'm okay, actually one of first, right, I'm no. actually one of few people in the world who have not seen Morbius. I wanna that's see it. <laughs> and I mean, not talk about it in full detail, but I just wanna see it. By year's end, so when it comes up in in in, in um, conversations, I could be like, yeah, all right, yeah, it's trash, okay, right, yeah. Um, but that also me, um, I also got to talk about you know best TV shows. Well, I said best TV shows, sorry, um, best movies and you know best um albums and you know that it's not just limited to hip hop as well too, right? Because yeah, I listen to some pop, I listen to some. You know, um, vaporwave stuff. I live. I, I listen to some folk music as well too. Yeah, yeah, I was just exposed to a lot of stuff over the years, man. Uh, over the years, sorry. So yeah, uh, you know, you can expect those lists um, after Christmas, right? You know, um, God, God, God willing, right? But um, we also have some movies to, to talk about here, and um, I would say four of these films have the potential of making it to my best of list, right? I won't say which ones. Uh, one in particular I have not seen, unfortunately, because goddamn rain has got in the way yesterday time of, of, of me recording this. That would be the menu. Um, Ricardo, you saw it, so you mm-hmm. could fill me in on how that was. Um, I have a slot for that too, my best of, right? But again, just didn't get a chance to see it, right? I will talk about, prior to that, um, Triangle of Sadness, right? This is a sure. movie that a lot of people have been comparing, you know, the menu to, right? And I'll I'll explain why when I get into that review, right? Um, I will talk about After Sun. This is um, a movie that um, you know came out some months back, 
um, and actually won an award at you know the Cannes Film Festival. They didn't win the big Palm Door, right? Um, the actual winner of Palm of the Palm Door Award just so happens to be Triangle of Sadness, right? So I'll talk about that, right? But yeah, After Sun was you know came out and it was a critical darling, and a lot of people actually have it in their best of list. When I haven't seen it for myself, I like, yeah, I could I could really see why, boy. Um, also, I will talk about Decision to Leave. This is the uh, we will talk about Decision to Leave. This is sure. the newest film from you know the the man, the myth, the legend himself, Park Chan Wook. You know what I mean? We know him mm-hmm. from you know films like Old Boy. Um, the last film we actually spoke about, you know, that he directed was a little film called The Handmaiden, right? Which made yeah. it to our best of list in 2016, right? So yeah, look at look at how time has passed, right? And yeah, that that film actually won Best Director at the Cannes Film Festival as well too, right? So, and I have a feeling that this 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 show actually has some Oscar potential. I'll I'll, yeah. I'll let you know one time this have some serious Oscar potential um, behind it, right? Uh, but before we talk about that, boy, uh, we had to talk about some trailers, boy. We got just uh, yeah, just a ton of trailers, mm-hmm. right? You know, not not a literal ton, of course, right? But just a good amount, boy. Uh, so we'll start off with um, the Super Mario Brothers movie, right? The right. second trailer that dropped, right? Um, what I would just say in a nutshell is that uh, visually, yeah, this 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 looks great. I yeah. love that we're seeing Donkey Kong. I love that we're seeing, you know, some um, some of the oh gosh, um, some of the Mario Kart stuff in it near the end yeah. too. So I love that they incorporating a lot of the game and you know just. Um, spin-off games from the Super Mario Brothers franchise. I love that they incorporate in that. Of course, there's Illumination, so you know they had to make a little fun of it as well to be a little pop culture friendly with it too. And yeah, it, it makes sense. It makes sense. Just right. let's make fun of the goofiness of it all. Like you know, with um, you know, with with Mario and the bricks and all that kind of stuff, right? I, I like the fact that we 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 actually hear uh, we finally hear Luigi's voice and you know Keegan Michael Key actually does a great job with with the with the Luigi yeah. voice. Like like I don't know, like I like I can't picture an actual Luigi voice while outside the games. But yeah, for what here and here, it, it, it sounds good. It sounds good, right? And, you know, I'll, I'll get to the point with the voices in a bit, right? Um, also, you know, Jack Black just keeps crushing it as as Bowser. Like, the man just, yeah. just literally sounds like, you, you can tell he put real real effort into it, right? Princess Peach, though, um, that's that's um, Anya Taylor-Joy, right? Yeah. Uh, she fine. She fine. But yeah, then again, I, I just have a bias because I just, I just love Anya, so... It's like, well, all right, well, the problem, right. the problem, she have the same problem. She have the same problem as Chris Pratt, where it's like she's not really bringing anything to it. But the thing is, you know, Peach doesn't really have a particularly noticeable voice for me anyway. So, right, right. Well, for, like, it's fine. She just have to just do the... I mean, I, I kind of want to do the high-pitchy, like, overly high-pitched kind of borderline Marilyn Monroe-ish kind of song. Uh, right, right. From, you know, the games. But, like, whatever. What they're doing is fine. I, like, yeah. And, yeah. and honestly, I don't think it'll work with these with the character she's playing because she is legit. I mean, it's, it's kind of to be expected, you know, kind of looking down at Mario like, okay, you're being an idiot. Let me just kind of make it out. Let me just make it out ever so often. Like, yeah, you 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 be a little stupid here. You know, we, you know, this is kind of putting him in this place at times. That's kind of smartening him up, right? Uh, but you know, of course, the elephant in the, room, in the room, of course, is Chris Pratt's voice. Again, he still sounds like Chris Pratt, especially when he when he does the woohoo. You know what I mean? In the end, like, no, he yeah, really is a weak link still, in this. Still sound like Chris Pratt, bro. Like, like why? Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. I make the joke on Facebook that yeah, he still sounds like Chris Pratt, right? But you know, when you go on the Illumination, and I think probably the, um, the Nintendo um, YouTube channels. Uh, yeah, comments are too enough. Like, yeah, they, they don't want to hear that. They don't care about what you think about how Mario's voice sounds. But, uh, sorry, it just really does sound like, like Chris Pratt, right? 
But yeah. overall, um, this this still looks really good. I think the whole Chris Pratt thing might not be a big issue for me when I watch the film. Actually, right. like I think I might just enjoy it for what it is and not really study. Oh, it's Sonic Chris Pratt, whatever. But still, it, it's just that you you you'd wish that you know he would have put a little bit more effort. But maybe maybe we not getting the real thing maybe when you watch the film maybe he'll put a little bit more effort into it like he'll sound a little bit more like he's playing mario but for now it's it's fine like i i, I like what's in here i know people still up in arms with the voice and i mean i should be too but it's like by now this is the second trailer i just want to see the film right now so you know although we had to wait until next year but yeah this this looks really promising though i, I i'm honestly still not blown away by it then again, because I'm not the biggest, biggest Mario fan. But yeah, I, I think that this this could still be a, a, a great um, animated film, nonetheless, man. So, yeah, Ricardo, your, your quick thoughts on As, this uh, second trailer? Uh, yeah, my opinions, my opinion didn't change. Um, it's, it's really a shame that they can't get a better voice actor for this trip. Like, he's the one by far the weakest link in all of this. Like, with Tanya Taylor-Joy, I'm not expecting, I didn't expect anything one way or the other. It's like, all right, whatever. And yeah, they, they probably cannot get a better voice actor, but I don't expect her to have some massive alliance, but he is the core of it. He's the core. So like, yeah, that gotta be real hard to sell though. Um for me. I don't know. Um it's a shame. It's a real shame that they couldn't uh, get somebody better. Because when they, in the first trailer, when he was when they what he was doing, um I really got the sense that they're doing the, the Lou Albino thing now. Like, you know, he playing a New Yorker or you're doing a Brooklyn accent or something like that. But no, they're going with the, the game approach. It's like, well, just pay the original voice actor. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> you know? That kind of that's weird. Like, yeah, I don't know. It 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 didn't hold it, man. And again, it's a real shame they can't get a better voice actor. Dude. Whatever. Moving on. That, everything else looks fine. Like, everything is like, okay, I don't mind this. I don't mind that. I don't mind that. Um, I don't have any problems with any of it in, in any workable sense. It's like, yeah, this, this all of this good, though. Um... It's unfortunate. It's really unfortunate um, that they, 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 I don't know. I still don't know why they, they still pushing Chris. Like Chris Rock is this big name. He's such a big name that you really had a hardy manager. Really, you know. I don't know. It's just me. Yeah, and, and then it's not, it's not like it's a Marvel Studios property, right? But, you know, you know, because I think in Chris Pratt, um, Guardians of the Galaxy, which we're going to see for last, actually. Well, actually, second to last, right? right. But, yeah, I, I do agree with you, you know, like Chris Pratt. Like, we need to see this because it's Chris Pratt, right? Well, uh, all right. I yeah. want to see it because it's a, it's a friggin' I, head, it's, animated film. I mean, yeah. that's why I go in. <laughs> yeah, because in my head, I think, can he, is he this real big bankable star that you really need to have you? You really need to have you as he's this big sellable star? Sure, really? Like, I'm not, and again, not tall now. So, like, all right, well. Because, you know, they'll do that all the time. Like, okay, take, for example, Rock. Do any Rock Johnson. Very bankable star. You could totally see why you'll, you'll get them for something. Right. Yeah, but but remember, remember. Um, I mean, League of Super Pets, right? Pretty solid film, right? But did people really go to see that because, um, you know, The Rock and and Kevin Hart were were doing voices, isn't it? No. Well, I'm not sure to be honest, eh? because you could you could I, I get the feeling that maybe like maybe that that was a big part of that. Like they couldn't. I doubt. Like if they had a bunch of like you know real voice actors and listen, I hate to say it to, to, to be so dismissive in terms of the voice acting stuff, but look, Kevin Conroy, these people are not, right? None of them have any kind of workable range or anything like that. Like, Rock was just the voice and Rock. Like, that is it, right? He just is Rock voicing the Rock being the Rock, song like the Rock. And I get, I, I, the, the only sell to it is that, oh, well, we know them as celebrities, so, alright, maybe. But still, like, I, I'm not really impressed with any of that in that sense, so, I don't know. But in the case of the Rock, like, he's a big star. He's a big star, so I could see the bankability of it now. But I don't know. I just it just really come across like you know Hollywood production muscle in. 
uh, more than anything, in my opinion. So that, that is why I'm still not impressed with this Chris Pratt thing. He is by far the weak link in all of this. Like, you know, we call him Kevin Guy. He has Luigi. He's like, yeah, great. Like, you know, he's a decent voice actor. Uh, you know, if I if I get a good comedian for the voice actor, all right, fine. And uh, yeah, okay, Chris Pratt have comedy chops. So I, I can't take that away from him, to be honest. Uh, but it still do. I don't know. Just, it, I, I ain't seen it. If the final product changed this, then fine. But I'm really not getting any of that from me. It's a real shame that he bringing it up. Everybody else good. Everything looking good. The animation looking good. I looking like the, looking like they adding all the fun stuff. They might be teasing Smash Brothers, but like Donkey Kong was originally a Mario thing. Well, when when he was called Jumpman, and you know people mm. arguing if Mario's Jumpman, there's a whole debate still. Uh, yeah, but yeah. I, I would love to see some super, um, super Smash Brothers in this though. Uh, like I think it was alluding to it at at a point um, in the trailer, like see. you saw a certain plat, you saw a platform, like a like a. a Super um, Smash Brothers s kind of platform moment, right. like the shot. I was like, wait, no, you know what I mean? But I do hope that we that's get that again? in the final product. Yeah, that's the thing. If they, if they, I could see them totally hyping it as a big conceit, like a big post credit scene or something like that. But yeah, because yeah, if they could pull it off, and I, and I make the I make the assumption, well, it's just a kind of half prediction kind of thing. It's not like some original idea, but the idea of an NCU, right? That could, I could totally see that still happening to this day. So yes. I don't know. We'll see. Whatever. Um, as a film, it's looking fine. I, 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 I think it'll be okay. And a super hyped. Yes. You're looking okay, right? That is it. Right, right, right. So up next we have cocaine beer, right? <laughs> um here's the thing with, with cocaine beer, right? Like I was I was hearing through the grapevine about this movie, you know, being made and whatnot, right? But I was like, all right, well, okay. And then he put the post of it came out and I made a joke that um um they're gonna get pushed to the soundtrack for this way. Right. Because yeah, just the style of it, just the way how it looks. By the way, don't don't post some say, right? Yeah. Um this 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 has this this looks like Taylor me to be replicated somehow on some rapper's mixtape trend. You know. That's why I keep bringing up the hope that like, that was making jokes about Pusha T on Facebook, you know, uh, West Side Gun and stuff like that. Like, I feel like somebody could have used, like, either make a song titled Cocaine Bear or use that that poster and just kind of redo their own version of it. Because, yeah, this this has mixtape replication all over that 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 poster, right? And then, like, watch to my surprise, the trailer just dropped, right? Um, And what I would say, boy, this, this, this surprise went well. Like, like for me, like I, I didn't like I just got a I just kinda of sort of read up what it was about. Okay, um uh based on, on true events. That's what they say, right? So it's only Yeah, well right, loosely based, yeah, because it, it's not a story. Based. I think it's one of Escobar something with Escobar thing involving Escobar. Things so. Yeah, I I think they call the bear, the late bear, um Pablo Escobar, something like okay, that. So it, like, okay, like I don't so... know the full details actually. Right. Yeah. Um, also, it's directed by Miguel Elizabeth Banks. So, like, all right. right well, what, interesting. What's, yeah, I want to see what, she... what's the approach to this, right? And then yeah, I exactly. saw the trailer, and I'm like, all right, I I see what they get at here. Yeah. Where it's Does essentially she... it's 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 going. It's it's just it it not really taking itself too seriously, but it's playing itself out like a horror comedy. It's it's playing out like right. all right, like if this thing didn't happen. But just these screenwriters were just on shit one night and say, you know, it would be cool is if we have if we do like those creature feature films, like say Grizzly or um, Alligator or whatnot. Right. But you just have this premise of like this random bear who takes coke, who, who just coke and goes on this rampage. Let's do that. Like it sounds like it should not be based on a true story, but it actually kind of it actually is, right? And that that's the cell. It's the cell is that oh, this is actually inspired by true events. Like and the way, but the way how the trailer plays. It, it does not feel that way at all because yeah, it's over the top, it's crazy, it's insane. 
brilliant, brilliant, brilliant use of white lines from uh, Grandmaster Flash. Like, I never <laughs> in a million years would have thought that song would have fit for this, and yet it totally works. Points for the moment where, um, perfect setup too, right? So, you know, the bridge, right? Uh, get higher, baby. Uh, get higher, baby, right? right. And you have the moment where, <laughs> where you have a character on the tree, it's like, yo, bears don't climb trees. Right. And then the bear literally climbs in the handy. Ah, uh, get higher, baby. When I hear yeah. that, I clap. I love that. That was that was pitch perfect. Ha ha ha, get right because you know Elizabeth Banks did pitch perfect too. Ha right. ha ha, right? Yeah, that was a pitch perfect um, moment in the trailer way. But yeah, um, everything about this, I I I, I fucks with. I didn't expect to see my boy O'Shea Jackson in it as well. Right. Yeah. Um, you right. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't expect to see. Um. Oh yes. Well, you know, really, I did. I didn't expect to see Isaiah Whitlock Jr. You know what I mean from right. um. From Atlanta and the Wire, um, and this actually is, if I'm not mistaken, the the final film to feature the late great Ray Liotta. Right. So I'm just right. curious to see what his role is, is going to be in this and way. But out, yeah. it's a perfect perfect to go out and given you know way, way career mostly known for it. So yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. good fellows, right? I mean, right. Uh, amongst other things, right? But yeah, um, this 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 lives up to the title. It 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 feels like all right, we just haven't fun with it. But yeah, we're gonna get bloody and gory with this as well too. I could tell this off this trailer alone, boy. Um, it's coming out February the twenty fourth. I can't wait to see this. This is one that I have to see in theaters because I want to be amongst a crowd, you know, laughing at it as well too. If I watch it home and laugh, I'm like, eh, it's it's fun, you know. But I'd much rather watch it with a, a large audience, boy. But um, I, like I don't know, like just in close, I did. I don't think like for me, like just going into the street, I don't think. I, I just really didn't think something like this would have played off the way it did there. Like, I was wondering what the tone was going to be, but I think that they actually knew it. That whole, okay, we're not taking ourselves seriously at all, but at the same time, we're going to be as crass and as over-the-top and as violent as we possibly can. <laughs> but yeah. I just, I'm just really curious to see how this show plays out, man. But yeah, this, this trailer just knocked out the park for me, man. Um, any thoughts on this first trailer for Cocaine Bear? No, oh, yeah, yeah, it's it looking funny, and and I'm not super hyped for it, but because it, it's, it's just a gimmick movie kind of thing in terms of its conceit. So I want to see what they're gonna do with it. Uh, but they gotta make it fun. Like if they really, though, if they don't just rely on the premise as a joke, like you know, there's oh well, the bear, the bear high on cocaine, and they, they do some good material on it. Great, because if it's not that, we'll just it's, it, you know, you, you just get worried of these meme movies now, uh, like snakes on a plane or something like that, where they just end up not being all that funny. Um, on its own, but why it works is that it, uh, if you if really like write something smarter on it, right? It, it can't just be a meme movie, like it need to do more. But yeah, I, I'm excited for it for waiters. And yeah, Elizabeth Banks have a you know halfway halfway career, right? And in, in terms of things, you know, when she do good, she do good, but she have some floundering, you know, movies for for recently she had some drama with her thing. Um, so however, we'll see, yeah. Um, also, much to my surprise, um, the day afterwards, we got Transformers Rise of the Beasts, right? right so sure. here's the thing, right? I, you know, here through the grapevine that, um, you know, this, this movie was in production. I think we, 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 we knew this like months ago, right? But um, Grace Randolph of Beyond the Trailer um, had she pulled the sweet and scene. You know, she have a feeling that they might drop um, this and, you know, the Guardians trailer this week. And right. the Indiana Jones 5 trailer, which you'll get to after, after this, right? I was like, all right, well, when it come out, you know, you know, like how I how I approach these trailer drops uh, is that they'll they'll drop a poster and then they'll tell you, okay, trailer dropping tomorrow or something like that, no. 
But I, I didn't think we was gonna get trailer and 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 um and post on the same day, right? So yeah, yeah after I eat my lunch, I just went up on Facebook. I see Transformers Rising Beasts. I, I, I tag you a whole bunch of other people, right? Because that's what I do, right? Um, I sort of wrote off on Transformers since the fifth one, but I was fair towards um Bumblebee, even though to be honest, I never rewatched it, right? I only saw the ones in theaters, and that was it, right? Right. But um, this 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 feels like yet another soft reboot of the franchise. Well, right. yeah, because you know, because technically, um, the fourth one, right? Um, oh gosh, Age of Extinction was a soft reboot, and then Bumblebee was a soft reboot. So I think that this one is yet another soft reboot, right? Because right. unlike Bumblebee, this one is not set in the 80s. Um, I assume it's set in you know contemporary times, right? But right. I'll talk about that in terms of the music a bit, right? But yeah, um, the, the big surprise for me, boy, is seeing Optimus Primal, boy, like for the, like right. for the first time ever in say, live action, boy. No, they're not they're not big surprise. I mean, it's it's well, you know, beasts. You know, it's beast wars. Yes, 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 right. yes. But you know, like like I just go in and blind. I just watch the trailer, right? I'm like, wait, but wait, we we seen Optimus Primal. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. And I make the joke that uh, you know, that QDB Swords theme song, right? Because right. yeah, I mean, if 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 you're a child, if you grew up in the '90s, yeah, you know about the Beast Wars um TV show, right? And to and to Alexa and the Beast Machine show, right? But yeah, I was surprised that we seen Optimus Primal. Um, Optimus Prime is there too, so I I don't even know what what. He right. doing in this, but I mean it's kind of obvious because a Transformers movie, so he had to be there, right? But yeah, I just want to see what the relationship is going to be between him and Primal. Right. Is it going to be like how it was in the series where, if you remember, there was like this great episode where the, um, the planet where they they crashed on, you saw like um oh gosh, um, Optimus Prime was in in um suspended animation, so to speak, right? And right. that just led to this big big plot twist and all that other weird shit that happened after. Yeah, it's a big, right? it's a big um, yeah, weird little time loop thing going on. Exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I, I don't know if you're going to get that with this, right? But there's a few things for you, right? Um, you're seeing, but, you know, like, I've seen some other characters, but then again, like, I don't remember everything about Beast Wars. I'm not a big Transformers fan, to be honest. So I saw an Autobot that looked like Rhinox, I think. Um, and some, uh, oh gosh, the... The one that that turns into the Jaguar, I I forgot the name. Right, but there was one from the cartoon that that did turn into a Jaguar, right? You saw that there. Um, but that, I, but you know, is in in true Transformers thing, uh, Flair is all about. Well, you know, you've you've encountered so much, but no, this is like the worst yet or the greatest threat yet. And you don't really know what the threat is, because I mean, like, it's always been about Megatron, right? Megatron, Megatron, right. Megatron. So I don't know who the big body is gonna be in this one. Well, but you get that nice little set piece. Well, in no, the, the, the body, the body is Megatron, but but oh, as, okay. as the T Rex. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. I, I, again, just going in blind, right? Yeah, because I, because I, I don't know, I, I just done with Megatron in these films. But okay, it's, it's Megatron again. All right, okay. But you know, he's he, he doing the T Rex thing. If you remember, he's to be right. the best, the best. Well, he's a kind of like it, it was never clear to me, but he's like a descendant of Megatron, like kind of thing. It was not the same. It was the same character. But to me, that is the best version of Megatron in my opinion. Like that one, mostly because of the voice actor. Though. Um, oh yes, yes, yes. I, I, I always, um, yeah, I always loved his his voice though. Yeah. Um, in, in in that, right? Yeah, he's yeah. such a weird, like, like Megatron is always a, a drama queen though, but this Megatron <laughs> is so good. Um, it, it thing. But I, I, well, I just gonna straight up say it, I just kind of disappointed with this because 
uh it's a modern day like what yeah Why? uh yeah. again and and from what i've seen here we're doing again soft reboots so we have yeah. we have my boy anthony ramos doing right. you know the shia labeouf thing oh here's exactly. a vehicle it has an optimus you know a, a logo there and we're doing this again well, oh, my thing is that yeah. it really coming across you know they had to sell cars they had to sell a car so they can't do yeah. this they can't do the yeah. ancient times thing because you know it had no cars back then they had to sell a car yeah. I don't know. I saw, yeah. I saw the whole thing coming across. So that's right. why I was... And I'm like, yeah, okay, we, we, we could do... You could do Optimus Prime. We'll talk about Optimus Prime. Like, I know it had the big time travel loopy storyline, but, like, I didn't care about that. Um, to me, Prime was a really cool character in his own right. Storytelling mm. was solid in his own right. That, that show was good. I mean, the, the only thing that don't hold up is the crappy tree. I mean, that's it. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I know, I know. But exactly. from what reading, really actually... That. Yeah, what reading really here actually off of um, YouTube is actually... It is in the 90s, right? So, yeah. um... Elephant in the room, though, like, like, okay, like, like, I love Biggie, you know, best, best rapper, what, one of the greatest rappers ever, in my opinion. Um, but I, I just flat out did not like that movie trailer oh, no, yeah, that, that of, of Juicy. It sounded yeah, that horrible. What is yeah. that? Especially yeah. with the spread love, it's a Brooklyn way, and you had that echo, echo, um, effected. And if you don't know, now you know, you know, you know, it's like, Perfect. what is that? What is that? I mean, look, they, they, they buy it out. Puffy, really? Yeah, listen, Puffy, Puffy, don't sell that shit out. Puffy don't give a shit. You gotta oh, get oh, of course. Yeah, <laughs> and so I have a feeling that you bring up Puffy, Dread, he gonna, he gonna bring in um, his son. By the way, and, and I, I even gonna talk shit about his son. I think that his son have a bright future in terms of the of the rap game right now. But yeah. I feel like somehow he'll try to squeeze his son into the soundtrack. But I have a feeling that well, that well. bad boy will make their way into the similar yeah, to like well, a bad boy. Or um, well, the other, the other exciting thing I'm kind of excited for is the uh, the director himself, um, Stephen Kiefer Jr. Uh, right. Yes. The last time I saw his his work off the top of my head was the second Creed movie, which was not the strongest script, but I thought his no. direction was good. Yes, agreed, agreed. Yeah, yes. Right. Um, Creed, Creed two was was really enjoyable, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but other than that, though, um, just just outside of the the really like weird, um, off putting in my opinion, um, musical choice. Um, it's the same for them and yeah. Emily and, and Shazam. The same, the same. Yeah, yeah. Let's get back to business. Yeah, right. But anyway, right. Um, yeah. This, this, this just looks like another Transformers movie, but yeah. it looks promising, right? But I, I sort of root off on the franchise. It's the fifth one, to be honest. And you know, Bumblebee kind of warm up to it, but you know, as, as they're doing that '90s thing, it could be pretty interesting. But I just feel it, it's it's just you know, 2007 Transformers all over again, right? But yeah, yeah that, that that's all I have to say. Um, any, any thoughts on this this trailer here? Yeah, yeah. As I say, you know, I just I just was underwhelmed with the whole um, any modern dating. I really I really felt we was gonna get a Beast Wars movie, like tell the story from that time, the the, the ancient timeline, and we get that. I wanted that, but yeah, this this as it is, are not a pretty underwhelming. Um, yeah, whatever, we'll see. Again, not a reboot, whatever it is. Moving on. Yeah, well, was it was it anything good about it? At least that. that... I mean, like whatever. Well, is yeah, yeah, it's, it's Beast Wars. Like it's it's Transformers again, and I ain't see anything that thing. We get to see the animals, whatever. Again, if it was in the ancient past, I'd have more hyped. You know, but that scene, it just looked like another Transformers movie. It's like, hey, fine. The animals are cool. I mean, I and I, again, if if with the second trailer, if they have an ex, uh, some other trailers, most likely we'll see um, the, the, the T-Rex, T-Rex Megatron. So, like, whatever. Right. And um, about a few hours later, we got Indiana Jones. Right. And the Dial of Destiny. And right. I must say, um, I, I, I am... I am sorry? Oh, oh, the, I hate yeah, the title. 
yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. Like it's it's something about like after the the third in the in the film, like like it, they just have trouble coming up with really solid titles. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, but the um the third one I thought like Temple of Doom is no sorry yeah, was the third one not Temple of Doom um um the Last Crusade. Last Crusade. No, like, like I like that. Fifth no, right, right. That's what I said. The last time since that one. But yeah, right. I, okay. I just was not sold on the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Right, yeah. Like, like a sound good, if, like, you know, if, like from a pop just... novel kind of thing. But, like, yeah. when you see it, you're like, really? That's the best title you could come with, bro? Like, it don't even roll off the tongue properly, like, see exactly. a Temple of Doom or if, Last if Crusade. Said, yeah, if it just said Crystal Skull, the Crystal Skull, that would have been fine. But not the Kingdom. I died too much. You're, you're doing too much. Yeah, and, and honestly, you, you just more remember the Crystal Skull than the Kingdom. Maybe. Right. Yeah, I, I, I have a feeling I, 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 may, I may recap that film because eh? I only watched it twice and sort of forgot about it afterwards, right? But 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 speak, yeah, yeah, it 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 was. But but I will say Spielberg did his damnedest to make it work. Eh? He did his damnedest to make it work. I was entertained. I was whelmed. I wasn't yeah. overwhelmed, but I was whelmed. That, that's really what it is, right? But this one, but yeah, but this, but this one feels like, all right, we 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 not fucking around, dread, because yeah, this is most likely, yeah, this is definitely going to be the fifth. Um, sorry, well, not just the fifth, but the final entry in this series, because right. I mean, Harrison Ford isn't getting any younger, right? Right. Um, well, the big uh, the big sell of it was the CG. Um, pretty impressive, actually. Um, yes, yes, yes. I, I I've, I've I've seen some people kind of complain that it's too reliant on CG, but well, it has to be. Um, yeah, I agree. It kind of had to be. It kind of had to be. But my my thing, what I noticed about it is that it's how it's just how good it looked. Um, I I was it was I wasn't thinking about it. I was like, oh yeah, Harrison Ford has some age, right? Like, what what going on here? And it, yeah, it's like no, they they really make it seamless. You ain't thinking about it. You ain't thinking about him as an action star, um, in any workable sense. I like nah, they they make they make that work, and I, I want to see what they're gonna do with it, um, going forward. That's about it. Uh, yeah. I, don't know what the script are going to be about. Probably not going to be hyped for that more likely. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not sure what what the, what the story is going to be about. But what I do like is how it plays on nostalgia. It kind of has to because of the, the final one. So you see moments that that look like you know like like case in point um, the, the the train sequence right uh, where you see Indy running on the train. It looks very reminiscent of the opening of the Last Crusade. You saw something that looks reminiscent of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm-hmm. Have a little something that looks like Temple of Doom. So they're doing that now. Like, oh, this feels familiar. But it may be, you know, part of this brand new story. We don't know, right? I, I would love it if it's the latter, but I feel like it's just like slight little callbacks, if you will, right? Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's when the score comes in, when you hear that there, that there, like I get chills. Like I legit yeah. get chills when I heard that boy. And just the editing and everything afterwards was yeah. just brilliant. I also love, you know, the usual indie humor, whereas like, you know, he, he you know, like he's playing all tough with his whip and whatnot. But no, he going up against, uh, against a bunch of goods with guns, right? And, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of humor, you know? Yeah, it's a kind of flip on the whole gun thing now with the guy with the sword in the first one. Right, uh, right, right. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, I um all sort of oh this is my relative or you know this girl is with me you know similar to readers right. and you know kingdom of the lost um um crystal skull see lost skull right um few, just just a few more things right um what what else I'm excited is the director James Mango right I mean right. has he made has he made a bad film yet Ford v Ferrari um Logan nope. um treating nope. to Yuma one of the best is, western remakes that ever is the right only thing that's saving it for me yeah like. You, you, you know James gonna bring it. You know James is gonna bring it, right? And yeah, I have a feeling that you know compared to to um, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, where 
they tried. I could tell they really, really tried, boy, but it's just that script was oof. This one is like, nah, we really put an effort into this, right? I'm not sure what Spielberg's involvement is in it. I have a feeling he might just be executive producer or producer, but I know he have to have his hands in this somehow, right? But lastly, um, love any cast as well, too. Didn't expect to see uh, Antonio Banderas. Uh, I'm glad to see Ron, uh, John, John Reese Davis in it as oh, well. Right. Um, you know, Matt, Matt Mickelson is like, oh, okay, you're this, yeah, right? Yeah. Toby Jones, all right, you, you're this, okay, okay, okay. Um, Phoebe Waller Bridge, all right? Okay, right, yeah, yeah. They got, they got some big stars, yeah. cast, right? Cool, cool, yeah. Um, well, all right, I'm reading up here. Um, actually, it's produced by Kathleen Kennedy and Frank Marshall, of course. Right, um, right. Steven Spielberg and Joe Lucas are executive producers, so yeah, they, they're gonna put their little input in it as well. But yeah, um, we have to wait until June the 30th for this. But yeah, this this I'm real excited by. Um, I can't, I, I, I'm not. In a hurry to see a second trailer, but I think in the second trailer we'll see who the big body is, boy. But yeah, this this is off to a fantastic start, boy. I I, I can't yeah, wait. Yeah, and then I think too is um it also gonna be it might be some test kitchen stuff for uh uh well you know potential a uh, hoping 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 potential Red Hulk shenanigans, right? Like that might be a possibility, right? We're not sure what they're gonna do with that um with him in in going forward since he replacing William Hurt as as General Rossner. Um, so I don't know. We will see. Um, so that's the other thing. Because like, why they have so much CG now? Um, yeah. Other than the fact that you know, in the you know, all as hell. Well, sorry, Harrison Ford himself. Uh, don't think exactly. he could really bounce around on set as well as you know, some young actor. So that is about it. Um, right. But, right. Looking, but yeah, yeah, your, your thoughts on the show? Yeah, looking fine. Um, not, nothing, nothing to write home about. It looking pretty standard business. But like you know, we could we could do old fashioned. Um, they might they they might be tapping into the same strength that. Uh, you know, Top Gun did, right? It can't just be a straightforward script. Classic filmmaking, you know, real filmmaking, well, except for Harrison Ford himself, of course. Um, but, like, just the idea of somebody bouncing around, looking good, looking like a movie, feeling like a movie, that kind of thing. Like, the reason why Top Gun do so good is because of that. Like, it feels like an old-school movie, which a lot of, for a lot of people, they haven't had in a while, right? You know, regardless of how you feel about the MCU or CG or the volume or whatever, all this new tech, um, you know, Top Gun was real jets. You know, full stop. That's why it did so well. Like, I, I, I think that's the biggest factor. Not the script, yeah. not anything mm. else. It's just the fact that, yeah, it feel like a, a real movie. Period. You know, get outside, go film things. You know, with actual cameras. You know, not all this newfangled nonsense. No, I, mean, I, I know, exactly. being, I, I know, being kind of flip on both ways, right? But you get my point, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it looking good. Again, Jess, I'm very impressed with the CG tech because it was seamless. Because watching it and thinking, wait, Harrison Ford, not that young. Because they didn't make the mistake of trying to make him look like Indy from one. He looks like Indy from, you know, when um, Crystal Skull, when Crystal Skull came out, like about 15 years ago? How long that was? Uh, or um, Crystal Skull, I think, I think it was um, 15, about 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. Right, he, right. Yeah, 2000, 2000. Like late 2000s, I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah, 2007. I think I forget it was. But yeah, yeah. It, it was, it's, 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 you know, um, it's, it's Harrison Ford, you know, 20 years ago. So they didn't go back too far. Right? He looks younger, but not too, too much younger. Looking good. And it was really... I was not noticing it. Um, he was looking really, really fine. Because in, in Star Wars, he looked old. Like, like, looked legit old in Star Wars. Um, but in this, not so much. Um, so they're looking fine. And I want to see what they're going to do. So whatever. I'll, I'll give it a chance. Right, right, right. And um, yeah, just when I was about to, 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 to wrap up for the day, boy. Same day, actually. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 trailer drop, right? right. Um, 
Yes, I, I, I totally enjoyed it. I, I like that they're not giving away too much stuff. Uh, yeah. One thing, though, I mean, it, it, it sort of have a similar feel to, you know, the Ant-Man, um, you know, trailer that we got just the other day. Right. You know what I mean? In terms of, you know, the, the, the classic, um, you know, that's that Billboard top 10 hit or whatever it is yeah. as the soundtrack, um, the sort of psychedelic visuals kind of you know what i mean like like literally like you know it, it literally looks like you're watching some sort of like sci-fi from from like the 70s or whatnot right yeah um yeah it's like it compared to like what we saw you know and in volume two where it was like pure 80s right well actually i like um volume two did have some 70s kind of visuals right but here yeah. it looks a little bit more, more noticeable it actually kind of reminds me a lot of like how the just the visuals of the ant-man trailer was right but anyway um Again, not really given too much of it outside of the tone of it. You know, it's just like, yeah. all right, you know, they 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 tired of running. You know what I mean? And it, it, it it's given the sense of um of 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 um um finality. You know, right? Yeah, and closure. Yeah, closure. Like we're gonna reach the end of some certain journey. We're just yeah. not sure what it is. Um, they 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 setting up something involving um Peter, like I don't think he will die per se, but there's like a shot involving uh we we see um. Drax holding, um, lifting, like literally carrying his body, you know, like almost okay. like he was seriously hurt or whatever it is. We don't know. We don't know, right? Um, Gamora is back, of course. Yeah, right. not really sure what her inclusion is going to be. I don't right. know if she will rejoin the Guardians or if it's just they'll meet and be like, nah, I, I good and yeah, bye, well, bye, Peter, and go on. You know, really, I don't know. Well, my variant of Gomorrah, so like I don't know. Right, I got all of that scenario. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, right, and it was still that. never clear to me why she didn't get vanished from the thing with whatever. Well, well, oh, with the stop, yeah. Yeah, that's oh, hopefully this movie will, will explain that, right? right. Uh, much to my surprise, boy, we we get a little bit of a backstory with Rocket. We we, we see right a couple of shots of his of his beginnings, as we will see, and maybe a potential partner. That's Love all I say. I, I don't know. You know, because <laughs> I, I don't visit all things um, Guardians. Uh, speaking of which, um, we, we see a couple shots of um, of Adam Warlock. Um, right. I, I, again, I wish I knew a lot about this character. I'll do more research going in, um, to this film because, yeah, I really don't know who this character is. But I just know that, you know, he was supposed to be in this film and we see him, right? And it's from, you know, we boy Will Poulter, right? So it's like, hey, okay, cool, yeah. you were this. Great, right? But yeah, other than that, though, um, solid trailer. Um, not sure, sure what the choice of music is. I really should look it up, but it it totally fits. Um, what one one scene that had me like like laughing my, my head off though, literally was when the guardians crashed. Um, sorry, that crash landed in this sort of suburban area of a planet with all these like random aliens. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. there's this one kid with this uh with this um with this ball, and you know, Drax throws it and you know, it literally like knocks each other out like that. That had me in stitches though. So I love that you know, even though we get in this whole closure and you know, um, this sort of you know, somber tone and whatnot, you're still getting the humor and the, you know, what we expect from uh, a, a Guardians movie by now, right? But yeah, other than that, I uh, really don't know what to expect with this one. I don't know what Adam Warlock's inclusion in this, like, I don't know what, what's really gonna, what, gonna take place or whatnot, but um, yeah, I, I, I just, I just can't wait, but I have a feeling that this, yeah, this, this will be yet another solid um, entry in the, in the Guardians series, right? Um, most likely it's best, right? You know, because, yeah, we, it's been consistently great so far. So I have a feeling that this one could be the best one. We, yeah. We'll we'll see um, come May the 5th of, of, of next year. But yeah, Ricardo, any thoughts on this trailer here? No, yeah, this I'm very excited for. Um, I want to see what they're going to do. James Gunn is always surprised, man. Um, he's going a direction I, I don't necessarily, I don't agree with, like, intuitively. 
but it's almost always surprised me and he's end up executing the thing so well that I can't be mad at any of it like it's just really really fantastic material and approach and uh work work up work conceits in terms of emotional conceits and and how to make it work for waiters uh but yeah yeah I, you know i don't like guardians too as much as other people do i get why other people really like guardians like i understand why um but yeah so it's the thing but guardians one still remains truly fantastic for me one of my favorite um, MCU films. It's pretty high up, actually. Uh, same same for me. Same for me. Yeah. Yeah. So, the, the, so I want to see when I want to go into it, and it's it looking like the, the as, as I say the, the the big man ugly cry movie, right? That, that's what they're really going for. But he, <laughs> yeah, he really does a good job with with um with this with this with this franchise, and I really want to yeah. see what they're going to do with it. And 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 speaking of of you know well you know man cry and emotion stuff like that. I mean, well you look at the end of volume two. Exactly. Yeah, they brought they brought me to man tears when I when I saw it, right? So right. yeah, you can imagine what we're gonna get in this in this um volume three here, man, you know. But yeah, I'm I'm excited for this one, really excited for this one, right? And uh, last but not least, um, you know, last trailer that dropped last week at the time I was recording this, uh, we got the official trailer, because last time was a teaser, you know, technically it's that second trailer, but who cares, right? Of The Last of Us, right? And I'll just speak my piece quickly because I Never, I, I still haven't got around to playing the games, right? But I mean, I know Last of Us. I know classic game, masterpiece, one of the best games of the past decade. I know this made it to your best of, you know, video games this the past decade. I, I, yeah. I know this. I know this. That's why I want to play it, right? But in terms of, like, as a, as a TV series, um, this this just keeps ex, um, intriguing me and excited me more, the more that I think about it, right? And the yeah. more that I see with it, right? Um. Whether it's Pedro Pascal's character, um, Pedro Pascal, and you know, just the moments with him, um, you know, Be- Bella Ramsey, who like I was watching the face, like, all oh, right, I know you, you from you from Game of Thrones, right? right. You're you're Liana, right? I know you, right? Cool, 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 right? Um, you know, like you know, the the you know the the, the cell, especially for for people like us who haven't played the game, is like, yeah, it's like Walking Dead, right? But from just just off the street, little is like, no, this guy be like way better than it. Um, I am expected. You know the, the the same level of violence, but maybe more because you know it's HBO, right? So you know they always have to push envelopes, right? But yeah, I have a feeling that it's gonna be just as brutal and as heartbreaking at, at in, in some parts as the game is, right? I have a feeling that they're gonna stay true to the tone of the game, the style of it as well too. I could see it from the visuals as well too. Um, points for the music, boy. Like I never in a million years would associate a has you know take on me. I would have never put that in a trailer about you know the post-apocalypse and zombies. I, I, I it, it just don't fit now. But somehow this this trailer can assure it, right? It, it did, right? Um, I, I, I do love the fact that they got the you know the creator of um, Chernobyl, right? Which is a a, a mini right. that we covered, right? Because mm-hmm. yeah, it has a Chernobyl look and feel to this sort of drab, bleak kind of look to everything. And you know, this character's trying to make the most out of this situation. I know it's not new, it's post-apocalyptic stuff, but it looks a little different compared to what I've seen before. Well, it, exactly. That that, but that's why that's why the games, no. the games yeah, that's why the games work the way they did. They work they work so well simply because it just was a simple take on the on a premise that we've seen before. But just solid such solid characters. Like I, I don't like Last of Us for the gameplay. Like you know you're not you're not there for that or at least not in my opinion. The second game is a lot stronger in, in many ways. But I, I was just there for the 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 um what do you call it? Story. Yeah. The story, right? Well yeah. characters. Like that's why it was story right. story good, but characters and just the decisions that certain characters make, especially at the end, uh was just so so emotionally powerful though. Like it yeah. emotionally makes sense. It's one of those 
you know, characters just sacrificing, uh, well, no spoilers, but sac- basically sacrificing uh, logic for emotion, more or less, completely, um, given, given the situation. And it's such an extreme situation, um, you know, and, and why that happened. And then the second game carries that even further, right? It, it, it carries it even further. I have a couple issues with that second game, but for the most part, I, I think it's, it's handled very, very well. Uh, but yeah, I, I just want to see where they're going to go with or, or do um, as a central conceit because it kind of coming backwards, right? Like, I it's so weird to me that you're adapting a game back into a movie that is a, that is something that has already have the well, for lack of a better term, have the cinema envy, right? Because you yes, could just watch, yes. you can just watch Last of Us as a movie, like you just watch it, no plate at all, um, and it's straight up like a movie, like a lot of PlayStation um, titles. Mm-hmm. operate like that more or less um yeah. which which i love actually i i love that yeah right well it is i i'm halfway on that because in the end of the day it's like well we just doing a movie like it's not really telling a story it, it just do not move like it's it, it too too cinema and vena like a lot of games like that it'll feel like its own model but like whatever that don't bother right. me super much and listen regardless how you feel about it all these many of these places and exclusives even though it, it kind of feels a little repetitive with its open world and whatnot it still is excellent storytelling for the most part, right? It, all, all, all of them. It got a war. Um, I got the one with the, the one with the robot, the robot dinosaurs one. I forget, I forget the name of the top of it. Um, you know, all of these, right? All of them have a big, big, big scope and story, and they tell that story, and they do, you know, fantastic um, pace recognition technology and whatnot. Um, but I don't know. It's it's interesting how it, it they're trying to bring this back. Like, why this project? They have so many other projects. Um, they could do that to me will be more interesting what whatever like it's a popular story they, you know I, I really want to see what they're going to do with it and what they're going to change like if they're going to make it any different at all right um yeah, yeah. so that is a big thing like are they just going to tell the same story all over or it's just there's going to be a more filmic version of the, the game itself right you know it's just right with the actual filmmaker in charge instead of just being pseudo filmmaker and i i know i've been a little flippant with that right because but there's a whole debate like about realism and why it is that so many games is catered to, to filmmaking aesthetics the way it does and so on and so forth right mm. uh, but yeah that's right well, well a couple of things couple right as you mentioned what what could be changed right um i i assume that you know because of the style of of the show that um they could take creative um, risks with it right they, I, I don't think that they're gonna stay you know like word for word literally with with what we got with um those well, last of Us games right I well, don't know. I don't know if there was like some sort of big conceit that was going on, or if it's just merely about survival in this world. I, I think that there's more to it than that, right? But I, I, I don't know. I never played it. I mean, listen, I, I'm not familiar with the franchise. I play, I played the first one a couple times, and I played the second one once. And so I'm okay. not like super in depth with the world and like all the little details and who's doing what and why, 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 and all these little things. So like in my head, I, I don't know how to counterfactualize to say, all right, what exactly could we expand or, or what you want? I do. I have. Literally no idea, but we'll see. Like I want to see what they, what they're gonna do. But it, but I know the big beats, and the big beats, I can't see them changing their big beats. Like God, that'll be like super controversial. Like why would you do that? Like so that's the story. Um, it's our core right. conceit. Uh, well, I don't know if you know the ending of the first first game, but it, it's something very big and very like the big ending. There was a big emotional beat, and mm. they can't change that. Like I doubt they'll change that. So like okay, like, let's see what they're gonna do. Um, yeah. However, well, well, what, what I mean is like, um, you know, similar to Walking Dead, right? Where 
yes, if you look at the at the TV show, yes, you'll see right. certain characters and whatnot, right? But it does not follow everything that happened in comics. Right. We could tell that it's adapted from it and they change stuff up and add new characters and right. whatnot, right? So, so here, I don't know if that's the approach with this show here, right. or is it just that it's in the world of Last of Us, we get the characters that we know, they, 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 they do the familiar things and they go through the familiar motions, but we're telling a brand new story. I don't know if that's what we're gonna, what we're I, gonna get here. Me neither, me neither. But yeah, but you see the problem, the difference with Walking Dead and this are Walking Dead so long now, and have so many characters. Like, yeah, it, it just... turned itself into a pointless, um, you know, um, soap opera. Like, like nobody wants to see a post-apocalyptic soap opera, bro. Like, well, fan, fan, I... huge fan base or no huge fan base. Like, nobody cares. We we well, want to see the characters. You know, like, like the problem with it is just that there was like it just like you take it okay, they're gonna reach some kind of point that they're gonna be free or they're gonna find some sort of freedom. It's like, nope, well, nah, well no, not really. Know. I mean, the, 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 the where they go into the, in the show compared to the um, the comic, it does uh, some stuff slightly and mostly because of real world drama and over actors, right? Um, but no, I, I didn't really completely hate the walking dead's ending, like, the, the, it, it ended recently. Um, I didn't completely. Hate I, I, I kind of curious to see how it ends, but I feel like I have to watch at least the entirety, the final season, to 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 understand how it ends. But I, I just don't, I just don't want to time, bro. You know, right? But but, but don't, don't don't spoil it for me. I, I feel at some point in time I will watch it, but I don't know. I, I'll make time. But but yeah, you right. say you were satisfied by the end, right? I, I like I thought I thought it's a solid ending. I get it. it it's it's as usual. This kind of stuff you had to frame it out weird because again because it was so many seasons. And he had to do all of this weird nonsense to, to cater to it. But for the most part, no, I, I thought it was pretty pretty solid business, all things considered. Um with it. Uh. But yeah, so that's about it. Um but yeah. Right. With, but with but yeah, but, but, us, but for me, just 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 to close things off, um I am I am excited as hell for this though. Um I, I just can't wait to see the first episode alone, which we're supposed to get in on January 15th. And I really want to see the reaction to it, especially from the fan base, from the Last of Us fan base. Right. But yeah, I, I think thing, HBO is 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 they have a goal mind on their mind on their right. hands here with this one. Right. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. Another thing too is that because they they ho- they're so heavily relying on people will never play the video game. Like I think it's that. So like you might so a lot of people worry that we might get a Halo situation where Halo was one of those things that if you're not a Halo fan, you'll be fine with that. If you are a Halo fan, you're probably gonna hate this. Like that's how a lot of people like react to the Halo series now. I don't know any, like, it might have Halo fans who like Halo series, but I thought, like, for me, who's admittedly a very casual fan of Halo, um, was, I was quite underwhelmed with it, like, what, what they did with that, because it made all these... Yeah, I, I just heard, like, just nothing but iffy things about it, so that's why, sorry, we just only re- reviewed the first episode, we just never bothered to watch, um, to, c- right. to cover the rest. Yeah, yeah I, I, I finished it, but I, it was so underwhelming for me personally that I was like, all right, yeah, I didn't really care to mention, oh, well, I, I'm going to review Halo, I want to talk about Halo. Um, but with this, I, I don't know what they're going to do, but given that it's on HBO, like, all right, well, and, and, and who involved, and all the, the star power they have and whatnot, like, all right, well, I expect some solid business going forward. Well, we'll see. Yeah, other than that, anything else? Anything else that you're liking? Music, the acting, anything? Yeah, I mean, it's, again, it's, it's just good good production trailer. I don't think of these things, like, uh, just all I care about is story, to be honest. So, like, uh, we'll see. I mean, I, as I say, I, I don't know what they're going to do with it in terms of things. As I say, the, the guy who directed Chernobyl loved that shit. Chernobyl was amazing. Uh, him doing it is perfect. It's more or less like the absolute perfect choice. In fact, it's, it's one of, he can above the material, to be honest, in my opinion. Like, he'd really need to be doing this, but whatever. Money is money. So, like, you know, he'll make it work. I, I want to see what they're going to do with it. Right, right, right. Nice. 
All right, so let's talk about some movies now. Um, actually, we're going to talk about some best of the year potentials. That That's all you call them right now, right? Yeah. So, um, as I said in the beginning of this episode here, you know what I mean, as, you know, t- as is December, I just go on Google or whatever it is, and I just look up, you know, best of lists. I just want to see what films, you know, um, certain critics picked and, um, you know, which ones I missed, right? Because, you know, unfortunately, because of where we're from, it's not like we're going to see, you know, this, you know, um, non-English language film or that film or whatnot. Usually we have to wait till they come out, um, you know, on streaming or digitally or whatnot, right? Or if we're lucky, if we're really, really lucky, might get a theatrically, right? So, yeah. But in the case of this film that I'm going to talk about here, um, After Sun, right? Um, this was one that I'll let you know one time Ricardo has been showing up on nearly every best of list that I that I looked up, right? Some people had this as their number one dread. So, like, when you see, like, four or five people have this at number one, you know you know me, curiously, Kills the Cat, I, I had to see this for myself, right? Unfortunately, because I could not, um, you know, go to the theater to see the menu, which we'll close things off with, I figured, you know, what the hell, I'm going to just watch this show, right? So I went in as blind as I can. Uh, what I just knew is that it, you know, um, it, it was at the Cannes Film Festival this year. Um, it won the French Touch Prize of the jury. I don't know what that means, but, you know, I guess it's a big deal, but it won something. But, yeah, since then, people have just been praising this show to high heaven. But, you know, right. some people literally call it the best movie of the year, right? Okay. I'll get this all the way. It's not my pick for best movie of the year. But it could be top five for me, boy. It could okay. certainly be top five for me. So what it's about, right? Um, I'll try to be as vague with it as possible because um, I went in blind with this too, right? So this show centers on um, a father and daughter, right? Um, Callum Peterson, who's played by Paul Mescal, um, and Sophie pa- uh, Patterson, who is played by, I believe, first-timer Frankie Corio, right? So... We just introduced her to the um, to this father daughter, right? Um, of, well, you know they they they're in England, right? They're, they're British, sorry, right? Um, and they basically are at this hotel in Turkey, right? So Callum is having this summer vacation. So we just seeing like about a, about a week, basically, with just these two, right? But at the same time, we're getting two other scenarios, right? We're also getting this sort of like coming of age, this sort of a loose coming of age story involving Sophie. So, you know, she's around and she's seeing things and experiencing things. Um, she meets a boy, um, you know, has has a first kiss, you know what I mean? Stuff like that, you know what I mean? She's like 11 and, you know, she's just kind of experiencing things and, you know, she's in a brand new country and whatnot, right? So, it's that kind of thing, right? But it also focuses on Callum, right? And his relationship with his daughter, right? Because what is set up early on is that, well, if, if, if you see Paul in the film, right, if you see him in real life and, you know, look at him alongside Frankie, um, he looks pretty young, Jay. Like, he looks like he is literally in his 30s, right? And she's like 11. And they actually make the joke early on that, um, that you know, that their brother and sister is like, no, 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 we're father and daughter, right? But that's just to show how young he is because, yeah, he had her pretty young. He had Sophie pretty right. young, right? Um. So while all this is going on now, he's like trying to, you know, just spend some, have some bonding time with her, right? Because he set up early on that, um, you know, well, he is divorced, right? Or separated from, you know, Sophie's mother, right? So yeah, he's just trying to make, you know, the 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 uh, um, the most of the little time that he has with her, right? Even if it's just for, you know, a week or, or thereabout, right? 
what the show also explores is that he is going through some sort of mental illness. We're not sure what it is or what sparked it or whatnot, but yeah, he is he is not himself. Um, he's constantly, you know, doing like meditative exercise, you know, techniques. He 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 actually does like a little tai chi when he has a little spare time and whatnot. But usually when he's alone, you know, he's he's burdened, right? Or like when they they will usually cut back to him, um, like his responses to things are kind of slow. Or you could tell like <clears throat> like he's just you know, like his head is is his mind is elsewhere, right? And you know, it's just that he, like we as viewers now, just trying to figure out what's going on, right? But here's the thing, right? So how this show is set up is that ever so often they will cut to these mini DV recorded, um, you know, like just these these video like video footage basically, right? Uh, okay, yeah, this this show is set, I believe, is in the two thousands. If I not Either in the 2000s or the 90s. I think it's in the 2000s it's set, right? right? So, yeah, you know, we're rocking, you know, mini-DV cameras and all that kind of stuff, right? You know, I, I, I had access to one at a point in time. You know, they work, right? But, yeah, basically, this is what they use to document, um, you know, the event, right? The, the trip. What the show also sets up well is that we also see an older Sophie, right, later on in the film, right? And she is looking through this footage as well. Right. And what... And just to close things off, because, well, the reason why she's doing this is because, yeah, it's pretty much established at that point in time, slight spoiler, is that her father passed away. Right. But we're not really sure what is the cause, right? We're not sure why, right? But she is trying to figure out what happened or what led to it, right? And I'll jump into the review here one time, right? So going into this film blind, boy, like I just, I, I like for me, I was just watching the show, just kind of seeing things play out. Um, This is actually the debut feature from um, Charlotte Wells. She's a Scottish film uh, filmmaker. Um, and everybody has been seeing, you know, off the strength of the show, this is a name that you should definitely be seeking out, right? And I, I honestly, I do want to see um, her, her future work here yeah, because, yeah, she has a bright future as far as uh, filmmaking goes. And she also wrote the film as well, right? And I could tell it's kind of semi, um, semi-autobiographical as well. Right. Like, I, like I could tell the way, just the way how the show plays out, it feels very much like she's drawing from memory, right? Because, yeah, the show has this sort of, I would say unconventional, but it just really feels like a series of moments. Like, you know, yeah, yeah you're just kind of experiencing things through their eyes. It doesn't really have like a, a, a real narrative pussy, uh, pussy. Like there's no real... Like, you know, some sort of conflict or big tension. Or well, actually, the big tension really is what's going on with the dad. But other than that, you're just kind of seeing, you know, just this, these experiences, right? That's it, right? So I'm just watching this film, just watch it play out and whatnot, right? And then when it ends, I was like, all right, that's it. Okay, all right. But then I just sat down, Dredd, and I just had to think about it and sat to recall moments and just had to piece together what I saw, boy, and the more I thought about it, the more it clicked, and the more it worked, the more it worked for me, and yeah, the more I could really relate to this, boy. I, I, I would tell you, if if you've ever lost someone, like if you ever lost a relative, dread, yeah. um, there's usually the, that that moment where you try, you, where you mentally you, you go back to the last few moments that you spend with them, or even before then, and you just try to figure out okay, was there a particular moment where this relative or friend wasn't okay? 
Was there a moment where he or she yeah. or they was crying out for help and I just didn't pick up on it? Was yeah. there a moment where they felt distant or cold to me? And you know, you're just trying to remember there and you, you you try to figure out, okay, maybe this is this was the warning and I just didn't pick up on it, right? Right. And what makes this show even more heartbreaking, Dread, is well, the age of Sophie Dredd. She's eleven hundred. So she don't know what's going on. She does not know. She right? can't really piece together, yeah. Exactly. And, and now I, you have the right. adult Sophie trying to figure out wait now, like, what was going on, right? And this is, this is, yeah, the beauty of this film here, right? Okay, yeah, what the show does so, so well, Dredd, it shows just how memory, like, just how memory, how, how we're connected to memory, right? Because <clears throat> really what it is, is just a moment in Sophie's life, right? And it could have been something that she just probably um, kept buried in her mind for years, or just maybe something that she just didn't think about because of other life experiences and whatnot, but just this one time, this one moment in the film, right? She just goes back to it, and she's relying on this um this this camera footage to at least get some sort of idea as to what was going on, right? And yeah, you know, we when you see her, mostly she's behind the camera, and you know, she's you know it, it, what you, what you would expect, you know, is a little is a little kid behind the camera, so be a little goofy and making fun with it right. and whatnot, right? But still, there's this point where she's talking to the dad, and the dad is distant, or you know. He seems like he's okay at some points, like he's laughing and whatnot. He's making jokes in front of the camera. But then afterwards, when they're together off, you know, doing something else, he's distant again. And then afterwards, he's fine and whatnot, right? So, yeah, you could imagine how it would feel for her, you know what I mean? Having to go back to that time and remembering certain things, right? But then also, too, you, you get little hints of, of what her life will end up becoming, right? Through right. her experiences. And that's why I really dug the whole coming of age stuff. There's little subtle hints of things that, that will lead to where she is right now right now the thing that that just that, that i'm not gonna say too long on this right but the thing about it right what, what caught me is that you know as a viewer you're there like like i was just trying to mentally piece together okay what happened what happened what happened i did like waited for you know some some reveal and you don't get that you really don't right. get an answer as to what was going on it's hinted as to what it is. I, I do assume it is some sort of mental illness. I assume maybe he had, you know, some sort of suicidal tendency or whatnot. Right. There's, there's a couple of shots that kind of allude to, you know, what his fate will be, right? But I was there thinking that it was going to happen at that particular event. But no, it, it's clear that it happened afterwards and it really affected Sophie's life. So she's a lot different now. But then even that and all is left ambiguous too because you're not sure if it's the father's death that led her to, we, to the way she is. Maybe right. it happened years afterwards when she was adult, when she was when she was an adult or she was at least more mentally coherent about life and whatnot and she could kind of um, process things. But maybe it happened long before that. So, you know, maybe that was just something that was just lingering on for, for years and she couldn't find any way to cope with it. So here's her chance maybe with this footage, right? And, you know, again, ambiguity. You don't know if this was something that she was doing for years, right? If she was just trying to piece together that puzzle for years or if it just kind of happened, you know, just so you don't, you really don't know. And, you know, the show bravely kind of leaves it open, right? And yeah, it, it, it totally works when you really think about it, right? Because yeah, again, this is just how memory works, right? You know, you, you, you still, you, you always want to, 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 to figure out that particular moment, right? And then also, it was a memory, especially with your loved ones. Yeah, I mean, 
when you go on vacation with your family and friends, you remember those things, right? Like just those moments in the hotel. I can relate to that. Like just going in different islands in the Caribbean, whether it's like Barbados or Grenada. You know how it feels to 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 see a new place for the first time or to to meet someone new or, or stuff like that. Now, you remember those things. But you particularly remember the most being around your loved ones, being around your friends and your family, right? But yeah, when you think about the, the whole idea of mental illness and debt and just stuff that's deep-rooted now, you're kind of wondering even if even back then when everything seemed, seemed fine, you know, because you were in a different place and you all were together having fun. Right. If that person was hurting deep down inside, you don't know, right? And yeah, the show nails that perfectly, in my opinion, by um, the acting. Um, mainly, the show relies on its two leads, right? Paul and Frankie. Um, Frankie, choreo boy, is a star boy. She is fantastic in this way this is nice. a first time feature i believe um and yeah she just plays this character so real dread I, I i love how you know it's it's one of those characters that she's not precocious but you say that you could tell that she knows a lot even though she's young she picks up some she picks up on things um very quickly right and even through the film you could tell that she's picking up that something is wrong with her father but she just does not know what it is or she feels like yeah there's something off but i don't know what it is right there's actually a moment where she says that um paul mescal is fantastic as well too as callum dread i love how you know nuanced he is with his acting right where you know he seems fine and you know he's gentle and when you know you see the type of person if you run into him and you, you talk to him you'll talk to him normal but like when you watch him close you could tell like you know just he's quiet but just you're not sure why you know and you, you know you could tell like maybe something's wrong with him right right um, and just the chemistry between the two of them, it's it's to the point literally like while I was watching this, and many reviews will say this, yeah, they feel like a real father and da- um, daughter. They really right. feel like a real father and daughter. And just the the dialogue, and the dialogue is just so naturalistic as well too. It's not like leading up to any big reveal or anything that is just more about character development and whatnot. Yeah, it 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 it, it works, man. Um, the direction is is solid as well too. I love the use of you know the mini DV camera footage as well too to just kind of this kind of go into what's going what's really going on right. Um, just the choice of of camera you know blocking and camera angles and stuff like that subtle but it totally works man you know what I mean. Um, also there's a particular motif that's all I'll say without spoiling anything, which suggests the part that the father is going. And the daughter going as well too, right? But where it all leads up to in the climax, and I'm gonna spoil it, boy. Uh, is one of the most heartbreaking you'll see this year, boy. And I will say the closing shot of this way is yeah, equally heartbreaking and and haunting as well, too, man. And yeah, it just really just kind of sums up just that whole idea of, you know, again, just just not knowing if your if your friends are okay, even if you ask them, you okay. And they say, yeah, you're fine. You know what I mean? They say, they're okay, they're fine, right? But you know something's wrong, Dredd. And, you know, it's just that when you go now, you, 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 you never know because they never told you what's wrong. And unfortunately, you just had to spend the rest of your days trying to figure out what, what was wrong, right? And then who knows? It might happen to you one day, right? When you have a, a child or whatnot, right? So, yeah, just how that, that final shot, you know, just perfectly embodies that. But, yeah, I, I, I really love that, right? So, yeah, yeah um... I did not expect this show to, to hit me the way it did, boy. Like, again, like, I just watched it, and then, like, afterwards, I was like, all right, well, that's it, boy. But then when I sat down, it just really, like, I just really sat a piece together, everything I saw, boy. Yeah, boy, this 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 one this one hit me in the gut, boy. In a way that I did not expect, boy. This kind of right. snuck behind me and just, boom, hit me, right? 
but yeah boy i i i love this film um this is easily top five for me um it, it may change by the time i put all my best of list boy but yeah top five top ten this is up there for me but i could definitely see why people have it as a number one i could see why people have it at the top five way and yeah and, and the unfortunate thing is that this is a movie that will go on that will slip past people's readers right because right. yeah i don't even know if people will even know about it coming years and i don't know if it'll get if it'll even be considered at next year's Oscars. I think it should actually. Um I would say in terms of say best direction or best director, sorry, or um original screenplay. I, I, I think it works with those two. Or maybe best act, um, actor or actress, maybe who knows? Maybe Frankie could win some, maybe Paul could get nominated for some. Who knows? I don't know, right? But yeah, um I, I, I do hope that it comes up in the Oscar race. Like it it's brought up somehow, right? But yeah boy, um I love this. This is easy one year's best films written wise. I'm gonna give this a strong four and a half out of five. Um I would say just 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 pre- just prepare for that gut punch, boy. Cause when it hits your boy, you will feel it. You will definitely feel it, boy. Um this is a strong debut from from Charlotte Wells, one of the best debut features I've seen in a long while. And I, I just hope for, you know, I just wish nothing but the best in terms of her career, boy. But yeah, she's off to a great start with this boy. Um Frankie Corio once again is a star in the making. Paul Mescal, I need to see more of his work because he was great in this. And yeah, After Sun is the real deal, boy. Don't sleep on this one. Do not sleep on this one. Thanks. And another Oscar potential and best pick, best of 2022 potential, which I'll get to. Um, let's talk about decision to leave, man. Um, Ricardo, sure. if you don't mind, I want to do the synopsis for this, right? So um. I was hearing about this, right, for a while, for a while, but, you know, it just kind of came and went for me, right? Um, it, it won at the Cannes Film Festival, and by the way, I don't follow Cannes stuff a lot, but I just know that when it comes to, like, okay, like, this one, the Palm Door, or, you know, the yeah. the Lion, or whatever it is, I know, I think that's the Venice Film Festival, I can't remember, right? But yeah, when, when you hear Palm Door and this film won, it's like, all right, well, okay, I should take note of that, right? Because usually... Palm Door winners usually go, you know, usually get nominated for Oscars, right? Case yeah. in point, Parasite, right? I mean, perfect example, right? That right. one, and well, right? And speaking of that, yes, this is South Korean, and it is directed by, um, yeah, one of the best directors from South Korea, by 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 easily, uh, Park, Chan, Park Chan-wook, right? Um, mm-hmm. Director of the masterpieces, um, Old Boy, still one of the best films I've ever seen in my life. Um, and The Handmaiden, which was one of the, the first films that we, we covered in this series here. We we, yeah. we covered that back in 2016 when it came out on, on VOD, right? Loved it. It made it our best of this, right? So this is literally his latest film after The, the Handmaiden, believe it, believe it or not. Yeah, yeah, he hasn't been anything since 2016, right? And yeah, and, and, and another surprise for me is the, the, the type of film it is, right? Because, you know, when it comes to, to, to Park Chan-wook here, you know, you usually expect something very salacious, something kind of sleazy, something kind of gritty, brutal, you know. Um, like, like Han, well, you know, well, Han Minu was more salacious than anything else. Right. And, oh boy, and, you know, the Vengeance trilogy was just brutality, right? But here was a police procedural slash mystery slash romance film. Like, I just sort right. of read this up as, as a synopsis. I'm like, all right. Okay, I kind of knew Noirish as well too. So like, all right, curious to see what we get with this too. 
again to see latest the, the you know this is his return to to you know the world of filmmaking since um the handmaiden right so i'm just curious to see what this man is going to bring to the table right and also if it was would the you know him winning um you know best director at the Cannes film festival right and we'll talk about that in terms of the you know the Oscar potential this this movie certainly has right but yeah ricardo what is decision to leave about uh yeah so it's about this guy uh what's his name by hey john right, so, so, hey right, so yeah he 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 june he june hey june right yeah well, hey john uh, right yeah he working in he working in busan uh he with his wife um jung on uh jung on uh she works in a she's a nuclear scientist i forget what she's yes yeah, yeah, yeah she works at this um nuclear plant, right. Um, plant. yeah right so yeah uh uh then his partner, um, Suwon, uh, you know, they have a case with this, I forget what it, what it was, it was a immigration person found dead in in a mountain. The, yeah, some, yeah, like, like, like a high found literally at the bottom and right. they, they're wondering if he like just slipped and fell or if he was right. pushed off the top of that mountain. Yeah. Right. And yeah, that, that's pretty much, it, it was it's a bill from there where he does takeouts and, you know, you know, he had a, in, in, um, he, he, he does take out of the wife because the wife was being watched. Uh, there's our whole thing with that. Uh, that he it's sort of bill bill from there because he gets he gets um obsessed with her. And then you find out something involving fentanyl and her mother. So that you sort of track up on that. And then the story sort of bill from there. And I didn't love this as much as his older films, but it's still pretty good. Yes, yes. Um, actually, a lot of people have been saying that. Not as yeah. great as Old Boy, not as great as Handmaiden, but right. still, still great. I didn't yeah. expect it to be. It felt so, well, a little memories or murder vibes, a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah, true, true, true. Yeah. Good, good example there with the, with the right. police procedural stuff and the, right. the whole idea of, all right, I, I try to solve a case, but, what, but what, I probably uh, won't by the end, by the tiny movie ends. But that's all I'm saying, yeah. yeah. What catch me with this is how stylistic it was. Um... It, it felt like, you know, something that, that somebody would edit on, you know, on kind of borderline on TikTok or something like that, whatever, hyper-stylized videos. It was uh-huh, really uh-huh. stylized. Yes, very stylized. Yes. And I was, I was wondering, wait, this is this, this like a graphic novel or something? Like, I was wondering. Uh, oh, I know what you mean. I'll, yeah. I'll talk about it in my way, but it, this has some of the best transitions I've seen in a yeah. movie this year. Like, my it, God. It had all yeah. these really cool editing choices and, and transitions and shots shot compositions and how it frame and everything and it give all of it is gives visual information very heavily relies on visual information i was quite surprised by that because it didn't feel as straightforward and you know like handmaiden was like handmaiden is telling you what's going on boom plot cut move on this was like it's a comic book movie almost it felt like that it felt like a, it felt like a, a comic book movie like something that you know in the same vein as as Zack Snyder Watchmen or something in that that type now like oh great 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 example they would watch man yeah great. yeah 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 it's felt like that now it's like all right good like what's going on here and the big the ending is great like that catch me that real catch me it's like wow that real brutal dread that real dread uh, boy <laughs> yeah, the talk, talk about down bad boy but you really yeah. feel sorry for this character that's all right yeah real, for real, eh? if you're real sorry yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I just thought the script itself is pretty reasonably standard stuff. It's still very Hitchcockian, neo-noir stuff, right? You know, I'm borrowing that from... I showed enough people write articles about this, that, or the other, right? Very Hitchcockian, very, you know, 
very, I don't know, seven-ish. Now that, you know, crops, stress, going through the bullshit. And then he now get obsessed and they have that whole thing with that. And it's, it's very good though, but it, it didn't hold me as much as, say, Old Boy. But then Old Boy is this amazing classic, blah, blah, blah. This is pretty good, right? It's very, very good. Not his, not his best, but still pretty damn good. So, yeah. Right. Well, I, I, I agree with you for the most part. Like I say, you know, a lot of people will say that, um, you know, it's not as good as handmade, no old boy. And I, I, think, I think the reason why it's easy for people to say that is, yeah, the, the, the six-year gap between handmade and this film here, right? So, you know, it's not like, you know, like, so it's it's easier, especially with the strength of those two films in particular, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's easy for anybody to go into this film with expectations somewhat high, right? And, yeah, I mean, they met, but, you know, I, I, I think for me, yeah, I do agree with you, and, you know, with many others, it's not as great as that, right? Um, I think I think that's mostly because of the, the, the premise itself, right? Uh, yeah. Which is fine, and just how it plays out it is, but it's just not as strong, or it does, like, doesn't rope it in as much as, say, Hanmin or right. Old Boy, where it's just like, all right, we just can't it wait to see what, what happens, yeah. you know, how it escalates and whatnot, right? Um, just to get this out of the way... Um, yeah, Park pa- Chang-wook still, you know, shows once again why he's one of the best directors in the game. Um, he deserves that award at, um, at, at at Cannes. And yeah, he is a strong, you know, contender. You know, like I have a feeling that he is going to be nominated in um, next year's Oscars, but like like most definitely. But um, yeah, this this man came through with, you know, it's not just style and stuff. You know, it's not just style for the sake of style, but, but in terms of a visual storytelling, boy, it works. But it this has some just some really creative transitions, boy. Yeah. Um. Now I shot on a mountain. From, on the mountain. Yeah. Yes. But yes. Ca- yes. The camera like, goes down the mountain, up, and then flip, like the camera flip. Yeah. Um. There's there's a shot where you see from the perspective of the of the corpse himself. Yeah. It's like an ant like crawling up the camera as well. Too. Yeah. Slight spoiler. Like it's yeah. just those kind of choices. Where and I'm then like, um, the, the like, fight, the, 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 the um, it, the, the, fella, the fella, the chase where he's running him, and where the camera was behind it, like. Ah, Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. um, you know, usually when when they use that that um, oh gosh, where they put the camera on on yeah. by the person's shoulder, usually oh sorry, put yeah, right uh, um right in front of the person's face. Usually it kind of looks kind of hokey. Um, yeah. now nah, but here like it literally coming from behind. Yeah, yeah it, it looked great though. I I, yeah. I just one thing you have to love about about Park's films too is that even if the the film itself is a slow burn, it is a slow burn, right? Um. He will just inject like these these moments of vibrancy into the film, boy. So he'll always do something to just keep you to keep you watching, to keep you engaged. In this um, just keep you glued to the screen, boy. And yeah, he just did that true and true, boy. Um, mm-hmm. again, just some some really smart transitions. Um, yeah. there's there's one moment, boy. It's a blink and a missing moment. A, a slight spoiler, right? It involves a voice note. And while, like, what do you do, right? So it's it's a it's a it more or less recaps a moment that happens in the film, right? I'm not gonna say what it is, right? So while the voice note is playing, you you, you see you see the clip, you see that shot play out, right? But then there's a moment where the character forwards, like forwards the voice note, right? And then it cuts back to that same shot. You know that scene actually stays still for a couple seconds and then resumes. Yeah. I watched that over. I like what. Yeah, drama. like literally like no to, to emphasize when you know the forwarding of the um of of the voice note. Eh? So you know there's like a little second gap before it resumes. The man literally stopped the shot dread and then just resume it afterwards, you know. 
Yeah. It's one of those things that will pass, that will, that will fly past people, uh, people's um, eye, you know, eyes when they watch this, eh? It's, it's, it, I don't know how I pick it up. I just watch it like, wait, now, holy shit, this man do that? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, boy. The, the man just, like, I don't know, like, he just spent the past six years um, maybe obsessing about social media. Because, yeah, the show also yeah. touches on, you know, social media as well, too, right? But this, this, well, it. more, it no, like... actually more about the use of cell phones. Like, he was like watching if... cell phone usage yeah. in terms of videos and replicated that in these really clever no, no, ways, it man. Felt, that's what I was saying. It felt like if somebody, like, really professional edit the movie on CapCut. That's how it felt. Right. Mm. It's so, like, it, it, it's super stylish, you know. But, like, if it feels, like, all of those techniques, this is, this is the thing, like, look, techniques is just, you know, a lot, of, a lot of it is who use it as opposed to the technique itself, right? We are accustomed to, oh, well, there's a bunch of kids goofing about on TikTok, so therefore, you don't think of it as, you know, good editing or great editing. Or but no, TikTok has amazing editing. Right, some truly amazing and you know how to cut stuff together. And I saw this felt. It it felt like, oh well, what if you you apply uh the techniques to somebody who really know what they're doing and have years of experience? What will happen? That's what it looks like. That it straight up looks like that, in my opinion. And uh, yeah, I, I was just so impressed with a lot of that. That is a big seller of the movie. Like the movie could I well, I, I had to look up who edited it, but the movie could win for best editing, like straight up just do that. Like I, I uh, would agree too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This, this has some of the best editing I've seen in a film as well, too, right? Um, the acting is is great as well, too, right? Um, yeah. especially from the actress who plays um Song, right? Um, yeah. That's the the wife of the of the deceased, the guy, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and it's established that she's Chinese, but she speaks South Korean, and it, the show does this really clever thing where she says words, right? But you know, it's it's said so bluntly. Like there's a moment involving seeing um after all or something like that. Something else, uh, when uh, when she first meets um, the, 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 um, the inspector for the first time, right? And she says a particular phrase in such a way that it almost hints as if, yeah, uh, yeah, she knew that, you know, the husband was going to die anyway. And it just kind of catches the Wolfgang. Yeah. It's like he says, you know, your, your soft career is better than mine, right? So they do like a language barrier kind of stuff thing into the film, right? Yeah. Right. So, yeah, the film, the, the, you know, the story is, is very is very nuanced as well, too. There's a lot going on in it as well, right? Um, Similar to like, it, what the, well, the Hitchcock film actually remind me of is Vertigo, right? Where, right. yeah, you have this obsessed, you know, this, this, um, this guy who's obsessed over this girl and really obsessed and really down bad over this girl, yeah. but it involves, you know, some debt or some kind of thing like that, right? And you just really see how far this obsession goes, right? I will say that, the f- well, you know, the first half is, is great, though, from a, from a police procedural kind of way, but similar to, um, to, to, to Vertigo, the second half is just about how deep this obsession goes, not just with the inspector, but also with the girl as well, too. Um, I felt that there were a few convoluted bits in the second half. It was right. it, it was kind of hard to follow. Remember, I have to read subtitles, I have to watch visuals, I, I have to I watch did, acting. Yeah, I had to, so to kind of pause. Like I found, I found myself actually throughout the film numerously rewinding shots because like, right, what do you say? What, right. what happened there? Yeah, I, I felt... Right. Uh, yeah, I, had to do I had that problem as well. I had to, I had to tell myself, well, you see the thing is with this kind of stuff, I don't want to like stop and rewind kind of thing. Like... Yeah, I just want to watch but I want to make sure I pick up on everything because it's a mystery you're watching. No, here, no, no. So well, you want to, you know. I don't I watch it, but I want to rewatch the whole thing. That's the guy working sense of continuity. Now, that's why, like, I don't want to re- because, like, it, it could just, in context, don't really make any sense. I don't know. Like, my, my, my memory and brain don't really work like that. I don't know. Okay, yeah, I, 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 I understand, yeah. I have, to give the, I have to give the movie a second rewatch entirely. So, that's just yeah, see yeah. 
what it is I was missing in the context of the film. That, like, like, say, like, say you mentioned with Black Panther earlier, just rewatching it in its entirety instead of one scene. I, I pick up on stuff that I didn't pick up because of the memory of the stuff narrative wise earlier, now, and so on and so forth. And this is a, because of its, its nature as a, as a detective story. Uh, you need to get that, oh, in that space, though. I don't know. I just want two cents about that. But, right, right. I uh, understand. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. well, a few things for you before I get to you, right? Um, the show also kind of ironically says, you know, it is about the mystery and it isn't about the mystery at the same time. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, yeah like, yeah, you yeah, will be yeah. doing a bunch of mental, like, well, like okay, like, all right, what, what happened there? Okay, right. the cause of death. I, I, I love the, the setup of Okay, yeah. um, you know, the, the guy who dies, you know, like there's there's a scene, there's a there's a moment involving a phone. Like I thought that was like a really, right. really clever moment. Some but, some some information on that phone and whatnot. I thought that worked and how that plays out. But then yeah. at the same time I'll tell you, well, it kinda isn't really about the, the mystery, it is more about how this this woman and this guy eventually hook up. Right. And you know how you know how the it inspector kind of going behind his wife's back, and it's just right. the obsession part about it, the right? So you kind of do it both at the same time. Yeah, now. exactly. The character work is what the, the big sell is, and and this one remind you know it remind me in some ways a little bit of uh, True Detective season three, where yes, mm-hmm. the mystery wasn't important at all. Like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. him being a detective is what was important. Like you, you understand why the mystery was important because it was important. To him, and you understand why at the ending, like oh shit, that real dread. This is the same thing. Is that yeah, the case is important, but like that is the only the impetus to what really going on now in terms of the character stuff and him as a personality, him and his connection with this woman, why he's so obsessed with her, so on and so forth, and what what going on with her. Like when when yeah. you find out why she is the way she is, and and so on. And again, the ending and the beach is brutal. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll get to the end of it a bit, right? But right. um, yeah, um, and what's also what I love about the characters, especially the acting, because the acting is great. Um, yeah. it's just how complex these characters are, because yeah, on surface level, you 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 get who they are and why they are the way they are, yeah. but you're not really supposed to like like them or support. No, right, they, exactly. they just are characters. Good, good like, they do characters, stuff yeah. that like on surface, on surface level, just seem kind of off or just seem kind of weird, like. All right, why would you do this? So why would you act this way? But because of their obsession and how similar it is, though, it it, it kind of makes sense, right? So they are deeply, deeply flawed individuals, and you just can't help but watch them, and you know, just see what other shenanigans they get themselves into because of that, right? And then we get to that ending, boy, where yeah, boy, that was that was that was hard, boy. That was that was yeah, harsh, yeah. I should say, what, right? What's what's um, in the hole, right? Yeah, boy. Yeah. What's in the box, right? What's in the yeah. room, right? Yeah. That that is that is pure nihilistic new noir. That that's a that's yeah. a new noir ending, but that's yeah. a true new noir ending. If I've if I've ever seen that, that is yeah. reminiscent of like you know a nineteen uh forties or fifties noir film during this bleak and just on you know, just just you know unforgiving in terms of his bleakness, boy. But it yeah. works boy, in terms yeah. of the characters and who they are, Dren. But again, Super Civil is like. Yeah, why, why, why would you do this? But you see, that was like, yeah. I, I get, I, I get yeah. why, right? Um, but let's say closing in terms of the Oscar potential. Um, I certainly see this as uh, a nominee for best director. Um, you sure. Know, best, best, um, best international film, if you want to call it that, for right. sure, for sure. Easy, easy pick right there. Um, editing, yes, I yep. do agree to the editing needs to be um needs it needs to be nominated for best editing. Yeah, this is some of the best editing I've seen in a long while, man. Um, best picture, I 
don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I I'll, I'll be happy if we win, you know, best international feature or whatever it is, right? I'd be happy if we win, right? I don't know. I, I don't know what what other shows will be nominated. Um, but yeah, I, I could I could I'll be happy if this win. I'm actually happy with this win, right? But yeah, again, you know, it's it's glad that you know Park is back doing his stuff. You know, he always finds provocative ways to explore genres that he clearly, um, you know, facetted of. You know, right. so yeah, this is like a new noir, um, uh, mystery throwback, but it has that sort of Hitchcockian vertigo romance kind of vibe. To it, you know, it's kind yeah. of dark, but you know, you you, you feel where the character's coming from. So it's like that, right? So um, as far as like for me now, in terms of like um, best of the year, um. This will be an honorable mention for me. I, I Probably, don't yeah. see this on my list at the moment. Um, but yeah, this is certainly an honorable mention for me. And this is certainly one that, yeah, I will recommend that you do check out. Um, you know, and, and yeah, it, it is certainly one of the one of the year's best outfits. But just for me, not not I don't have it up there, right? But that doesn't mean that it's it's not worth watching, right? So for me, written-wise, uh, Decent or Strong 4 to 5, man. Um, yeah, yeah, Park is back in the game. He have a film that I I certainly will rewatch as well too, and I have a feeling if I watch it over again, there'll be more things I'll pick up on. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, in comparison to to Handmaiden and you know, Oh Boy, not one of his best right. ones, but yeah, this is certainly one well, that. Well, I mean, in the case of, in the case of Handmaiden, Handmaiden just catch you, Handmaiden catch you, like really catch you in terms of like wait, what does it do now? That's yeah. that's how I felt about that. But uh, 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 well, another thing, I, I'll, I'll shut up here. I, I think another reason why it doesn't like land or, or stay with you as much, not as salacious or not as brutal as you know his previous work, right? You know, right. there's always something so um, like it's still provocative, yes, right? But there's just something so garish about or just so I want to say exploitative or something like 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 envelope, um, right? You know, just just envelope pushing. That's what I should say. Envelope right. pushing. Like it, right. it's not as envelope pushing as his other films. It's 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 kind of straightforward. It's just kind of like, yeah, nothing too much to 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 get freaked out over. You know, we like nothing to shock here. It's just yeah, you're just seeing two two down bad characters just doing just just going about emotions, and and that's right. pretty much it, right? So yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, final thoughts and return. Right. Yeah. No. Uh, written pretty high. Like I, I give it like a, a eight point five, closer to a nine. Um, you know, kind of thing about that. Uh, with out of ten. Uh, yeah. No. I um didn't expect it to. I didn't expect it to go any way. It did even though it was still within the bingo space of of plot stuff. But it. I was like, when they they actually reveal well, there's something involving fentanyl, right? Um, uh, when the reveal was going on, ultimately, uh, I was like, all right. You know, I don't. I don't super love this but because I, I get, but it's mostly because it, it's they could make it a better conceit um overall but yeah as it is i i um i dug the hell out of it um you know rated yeah again 8, 8.5 out of 10 really really good the big sell of course is the editing that's the sell um i thought a lot of that that almost entirely works for me um i, I didn't expect it to be as as excellent as it was and yeah it was just it's just real hard like <laughs> i can't be madder than the other uh yeah all right, so so quick question: Do you do you see this in your in your best of, or or you don't know as yet? Yeah, that probably. Um, I'll I'll see. I don't watch other movies, but it it's there. Yeah, it's close. I, I can see myself probably putting it on the lower end of things. All right, nice, nice, nice. Yeah. All right, so um, let 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 let's talk about the one percent for a while, way. Yeah. <laughs> yep, the 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 elites, right? So let's talk about Triangle of Sadness. Okay. And another show that this movie has been, you know, compared to the menu. 
Yes. Um, unfortunately, I did not get around to watching the menu. Um, you know, right. just, uh, just, just inclement weather. That's the best excuse I could come up with. But yeah, Ricardo, you, you checked it out, so you were close off the section with that, right? But I did see Triangle of Sadness, right? Because um, sure. this was being talked about as one of the best movies of the year. And also, um, this won the, the, the Palm d'Or for, you know, um, best, best film, right? Well, you know, Palm d'Or, right? It, it won right. that, right? So um, I'll, I'll do the review for this, right? So here's the thing, right? Um, I am not familiar with uh, Ruben Oslund, right? Um, he's a Swedish filmmaker. I know he did this film Force Major, and he did another film okay, called he did Square. Okay. Yeah. Was I've, it on? I've always heard about Force Major, but I just never got around to watch it. Was um, it he on? also did um, The Square. That's back in 2017. That's not familiar. What was that about? That is about... Um, it, it, it stars... Clay Bang, um, he's from the Northman, you know, Northman boy. Um, okay. Elizabeth Moss is in it. Uh, what is about it's it? Slipping mine. All right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, 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 I don't want to read the, the, the wiki page because I feel it'll just kind of spoil everything for me, right? But yeah. Um, so I, I didn't know what to expect going into this, right? But for what I've heard, he kind of likes to, 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 to take shots at the, at the, at the elite. He, he likes to right. take shots at the, at the one percent, right? And yeah, this is this is another film where he 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 does that, right? Um, so what it's about, right? It 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 starts off though because it's a three part, it's a three uh, act film, right? Literally three acts, right? So it starts off with these um these two. Well, first off, we have this model, right? Carl, um, British. I assume he is British, right? And we have Yaya, who is a social media influencer, right? Right. Um, right. She's actually played by Sh- Sharibi Dean, right? Um. You may remember her as, um, oh gosh, she plays Cyanide in in Black Lightning. Okay. Yeah, yeah, she was the she was the henchman to, um, I believe, was it to, um, oh gosh, to Lala or was it to Jill Scott's yeah. characters? I, I can't remember. I haven't seen Black Lightning. I think it was Jill Scott. Long. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's only after the fact I realized that she actually passed away. Um, okay. Yeah, she, she she died um, a few months ago, actually in in August, man. Um, yeah, which 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 is rough, right? I, 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 this this um actually happened um, before you know this movie came out. Like she's not know, um seven. she's not the one who died. Who wasn't in, in um, Elvis movie, not her. No, 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 no. She she wasn't in Elvis. She wasn't Elvis. That was, that okay. was somebody else. Yeah. Okay, no problem. Right. So. Just it's just these these young rich brats, right? That's what they are. You know, I mean, they 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 handsome. Well, I mean, Carl. I mean, yeah, the man handsome. Right? The man looks. Yeah, yeah, have looks as well too. So you could you could understand why they're together, right? So the full circle just kind of sees their relationship, right? They just see how they please out, right? Um, and you know, because of the style of the film of of it, because yeah, this is a satire, right? It's a black comedy, right? Yeah, you're really not supposed to like these characters. They're they're very vain, they're very conceited and whatnot. Um, and yes, yeah, you know, to them it's all about looks and money and all that kind of stuff, right? So because of their influence, they get invited to go on this yacht, right? Um, where yeah, all these rich people are there, right? And that leads to the second act of the film, right? Um, and the majority of the film takes place at this yacht, right? We're introduced to like various couples as well. Um, the captain actually is played by Woody Harrison. I was like, all right. Okay, all right, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'll talk about his character in a bit, right? And it's set up that this this captain just don't give a shit, right? So he is mostly drunk at times. He he makes his really bad calls. So they have this thing called the captain's dinner, right? 
one of the people who actually works there, one of the crew, sorry, I should say, one of the crew members, actually says, you know what I mean? Well, he says he wants to have it on a particular day, but they say, well, you know, you shouldn't have it on this day because, yeah, we, we expected some some rocky weather. But he's like, no, 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 we'll do it there but because it's the captain's dinner, like, who gives a shit, whatever, right? And they decide to have it on this stormy night, right? Yeah. And I'll, I wouldn't get into details as to what happens, but I'll say, just imagine a rocking boat and people eating food. That's all I'll say. Yeah. And then through some circumstances, which I will not spoil, I want to keep be as vague as possible. Uh, the survivors of this yacht accident, that's all I'll say, they wind up on this island, and that is the third act. Uh, yeah. We just see how they survived there, right? Um, one of the the um, one of the the workers who works the bottom of you know who works the deck, sorry, of of the ship actually is the leader, and we get a kind of a Lord of the Flies kind of vibe thing, where it's just more right. like these bored rich people just trying to survive, but you know they they, they kind of hung, well they they kind of they kind of get they kind of used to the fact that okay this this one lady um is this hispanic lady i believe she is um yeah she she run any show she knew how to cook she knew how to um to to look for fit to, to to fish and whatnot so yeah let me pick her right but then it it goes back to the relationship between carl and yaya right um because in the first act they kind of set up like you know we're always going to be together and nothing is going to get anywhere we're not going to fight or whatnot you know we're we're, we're going to be a couple true and true right and we see how that relationship is strained in the third act right and i'll stop here right so went into this thing blind didn't really know what to expect all i just knew is the yacht and this particular moment that happens at the yacht that's that's all right i it just did. I just assumed that the entirety of the film was going to take place as yacht, right? That we're just going to see, you know, um, the social classes, right? But more, you know, the 1% and how they act and how they see the world and how, you know, just how nonplussed they are to everybody else, right? And you right. do get that, right? Um, what I will say in terms of, you know, um, of of Ruben's critique on that, on that 1%, right? It is on the news, right? Like, they will see and act in a way where they're kind of telegraphing, yes, this is why you should hate them, this is why you should laugh at them, yes, you know, um, they, they, they invest in, in you know, they, they make their money doing a bunch of dumb shit. Uh, one in particular, there's this one guy who makes his living selling weapons, right? And you see how that plays out for him, at, you know, during that whole second act, right? But it's very, like, it's almost like what you hear, what they do, it's kind of telegraphed, like, okay, all right, I know you. The way how you moving. All right, I know you might do this. So okay, it's it's clearly it's clearly the director saying, all right, yeah, this is a reference to this character or this this celebrity or whatever it is. Like you know, they can, you could tell like he's he's literally kind of spilling out who these characters are in case you didn't catch what the show is about, right? But yeah, essentially it is him just making fun of them, right? But uh, one thing I didn't notice, boy, is like um. And it kind of reminds me of, like, it's something similar to, like, what, uh, you know, like, so, like, what, uh, um, like, what Stanley Kubrick does, right? Um, right. In particular, um, this film, uh, Barry Lyndon, where kind of ultimately he just really doesn't give a fuck about these characters. He just shows them the way they are. They, like, they're not horrible, horrible, horrible people, even right. though what they do is horrible. It's just that they just so, they just so unaware that they are trash. But you right. just kind of watch them like, wow, but like, all, all they really don't know, all they really, like, like y'all know people don't yeah, like all for that yeah, reason, right? Yeah, just like share, that. share obliviousness of it, man. Exactly, exactly, right? Right. And, yeah, it's just, he will put them through these scenarios, and it's, it, you'll, 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 you'll tell yourself, all right, well, you know, the director at least kind of want this character to make it out, right, or survive, right? 
But it's like, no, he just, like, ultimately just does not care, right? Whatever happens to them, happens to them. If they get hurt or if they die or whatever it is, and usually it's in, like, these awkward ways, that's what he cares about. He he just, <laughs> he just really does not care. He is just literally taking the piss out of these uh, characters, right? And yeah. for some, they might find this to be some of the most hilarious stuff ever. Like, you know, like I would admit it is funny, right? But it's a it's a type of funny. You had to go into this. Like, I was not, like, laughing hysterically at it. I was just watching it from the whole his, um, satirical, you know, biting sat, um, satire view of it. That it, it, it works like that, right? Um, what I will say is that as a narrative, it's not as strong as it could have been. Like, right. um... You know, like, when it comes to, to, to films like this, right? You know, like, I would say, case in point, like, stuff like, say, Louis Buñuel would make, right? Um, right. right. Uh, you know, I, I forget the name of the show right now. Um, like, The Exhibited Angel or, right. you know, stuff like that, though, where it's not really so much about the narrative, but it's more about the premise and how weird it is. And he just wants to see characters just break apart, you know, fall apart, basically. That's really what it is, right? But, yeah, narrative is not the strongest here. Uh, it does really feel like a series of just events just played out for the sake of it. And it doesn't really, doesn't really tie together all that well, especially the third act, uh, which, like, again, I just thought that everything was just going to be on this yacht, and we just going to, like, the end was just going to be the yacht, you know, just falling apart pretty much, right? But no, we just get this, like, extended bit. It kind of feels like on this uh, on this island, it kind of, like, for me, I just kind of wonder where it's going. And I kind of get where it was going. It kind of leads to a, a, a good, a kind of okayish payoff, but right. I will say that just ended wise, it just didn't. It just didn't stick the ladder for me, right? But still, um, from a director's standpoint, um, yeah, this 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 looks great though. Um, uh, just just great shots, you know. Um, you know, um, and because you know we 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 we're touching on well, I should say, except with the exception of the of the first act now. Yeah, you know what I mean? You're, you're on this yacht, so it looks very inviting. It looks very, you know, peaceful and calm. Like, it looks like the kind of thing that you want to go on, right? Like, you, you, it looks like a travelogue, if you will, right? Like, you know, come to this yacht and experience this, you know, all these fine dining and all that kind of stuff, right? But I love how it just slowly, slowly falls apart, boy, right? And this leads to the moment which kind of drew me into the first phase because I was hearing through the grapevine about this one particular scene, right? I, I'm not going to spoil what happens, right. but yeah, it happens on the night of that dinner, right? Um... It is disgusting, and it is fucked up, and it totally works, boy. And after applauding Ruben for just saying, yes, I, I want to show my characters go through this, boy. And, like, literally, without without anything, it's embarrassing, and, yeah, again, just nasty. So I would say, like, if you have, uh, if you don't have, if you don't have the strongest of stomachs, yeah, okay. the scene would not work for you. But in terms of, like, visually showing what this movie's about, yeah, this 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 shit work for me. It is one of the most standout moments you'll see in a movie this year, bar none, right? But I just kind of wish that the, the after that point, the, the film just kind of kept that momentum. Because, yeah, from that point on, it was just like, yeah, I mean, anything goes. And I was just loving, loving everything about it. But then they just decided, let's just go on this island. And, yeah, it just kind of stops there for me, right? Um, acting is solid short for, for, the, for the most part, man. Um, whether it's um, Harris Dickinson who plays Carl or, you know, the late um, Sharibi um, Dean who plays Yaya, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, and they look the they look the the, the um they look the part, right? Like Carl looks like a really like attractive male model, and yeah, yeah, look right. like a really attractive social media influencer. That's what we get, right? Yeah. Um, you know, the people on the on the, on the yacht, you know, we they 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 old, they privileged, and yeah, they they have some kind of weird quirk about them, but it works into the characterization. Um, the big surprise for me was Woody Harrison, boy, how he just commits to this 
Uh, what he reminds me of actually, he has like bits of um, see Marlon Brando from Apocalypse Now, where right. literally is a moment where he's on a mic and you know he just spouted all this well Marxist you know stuff, right? And yeah, there's a moment where yeah he's he's comparing you know um, capitalism to communism. This right. is literally this Russian guy that he's having this conversation with, and it is over this mic, just talking about this referencing quotes about you know what what you know certain uh, people said and whatnot, right? And this is, by the way, while all this, you know, crazy fucked up shit is going on, they just, right. they're drunk out in their mind just talking that kind of stuff. Again, it's on the nose, it's the director, you know, saying, yeah, you know, it's the, you know, it's about Marxism and, you know, right. um, the fallacies of communism and capitalism and all that stuff. Like, right, right, it's right, right. there and, you know, if, if, if you're into that kind of political satire, you get it, right? It's that kind of show. Like, it will tell you what it is and it's up to you whether it's your cup of tea. It's not personally mine, but... You know, again, it's it's taken shot at the bourgeoisie, right? That that's really what it is, right? And for the most part, that's what that's what uh, makes this work. Um, this film works, right? Um, in closing, as far as best of, I could see why people have it up there. Um, even though I've read some reviews, and yes, people do admit, yes, the narrative is not one of the strongest points of this movie here. But just the balls that you know, Ruben had to just say, yeah, I just gonna. Just take the piss out of these people, and I just don't give a fuck. I just do it this right. I, I, this is my film. I'm gonna make it the way it is. Yeah, you have to commend him for that, man. The man stuck to his guns. The man giving the satire that he wanna give, you know. And yeah, it, it, it works, right? Um, but again, you know, it, it, it depends on if you're a fan of, you know, um, satire like that, and um, you know, and and also if if this is your your cup of tea, because if it isn't, then you know it wouldn't be free, right? But yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I found myself just entertained for the most part by it. Um, it, it didn't land from it totally, 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 but I do see why people really enjoy it so much. I do see why it right. won that palm door, right? And lastly, lastly, before I get to written now, um, as far as Oscar potential, uh, it, it could get something. It could get a best director, maybe. It could get a best original screenplay, maybe. I don't know. Best picture, I, I don't really know. But not, it wouldn't get best international feature, even though it features... Um, mostly european actors uh but yeah I, I don't think that it will go up you know because it's an english speaking english language film actually and this is actually ruben's first first um, english language feature right yeah, yeah for what's with triangular sadness is what it is it it, it it tells you what it is and it gives you that right whether it's for you or or not i i guess it depends right but for me i appreciate it man didn't love it love it but i appreciate it man so written wise um yeah like that, these are four to five, man. Um, this is not gonna be on my best of, uh, you know, at the moment. But I right. feel like if I watch it again and you know really dive into these, well, you know, to the messages of the story, I think it will click a lot more. But I guess for me, going in blind, not knowing what to expect, but just hearing about the yacht and just that scene, yeah, I expected more yacht stuff, but we didn't really get that. But yeah, um, I guess as a segue to go into the menu now. Um, I'm hearing that this is actually one of three films to 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 um to take shots at the one percent boy because we have this here we have the menu which you're gonna talk about now kind and of. um I hear I hear glass onion kind of do the same thing too. Well, I mean, in the last film, yeah. the last film did that as well. So with with glass onion. So yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, exactly. But yeah, I mean, you 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 tell me if if the I mean, menu Ryan is. Johnson, I mean, pretty much all right, Johnson movies is straight up that. So you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you you tell me um, if if the menu is is taking shots at the elite or is it to somebody bit, else? Yeah. I don't know, right? Yeah, but yeah taking away the menu. Um, what I will say is that you know saw the 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 trailer a few times. 
and I I was just so intrigued and I was disappointed that we didn't get it on the opening weekend when it came out in the states. We got it a couple of weeks later, yeah. but again I was I was supposed to go yesterday. I was time of me recording this, but rain right got to the way. But you saw it before me, so yeah, Ricardo, take it away. The menu. Um yeah, so the menu is uh really I, I loved it. Uh, so let's wait about. So yeah, so this uh, Nicholas Holt character, this um uh, Tyler, I think. Uh, he and Anya Taylor Joy, um, uh, by the name she she is his his companion. She come with him. Uh, he invite her. Uh, well, uh, but I, I don't want to say what it is, but you know her name is Margo. Uh, well, she calls herself Margo. And uh, okay, okay, right. That's all. I'll leave that there. Um, and yeah, the two of them come to this 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 private situation, a very exclusive restaurant owned and operated by this famous celebrity chef, right? He's the biggest deal ever. Um, um, Slavik, I think is his name. And he is, this is very fine. And then, it have a bunch of other guests who's just these super rich elite types, right? So, uh, a food critic is one, and I think her, her editor was invited. Um, the other one was uh, like a a movie star. This was played by um, Gian Legazamo. Um, yes, yes, I know he's yeah. in this film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it have a well, and his 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 personal assistant and whoever it is. They have a group of like business guys who, you know, well, you, you find out what's going on with them, and yeah. So it is this this multiple course of meals. I forget exactly how many courses. I'll go back and uh, see where I can get take it either. Uh, but I think it's a some course meal. Where it's a bunch of meals, shorty night. They they very well disciplined, all the staff very disciplined. And then slowly but surely you start, you know, you start to realize something was off in terms of the narrative. Like, oh, hey, what's going on here? You know, they, he started to do some strange things. Time started to build. Things started to think. And it, they, 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 everybody involved realized they I don't want to spoil it, but it's very strange. They, they, they're, they're a tight spot. That's all I'll put it like that. And I really love this movie. I didn't, I'm very glad I went into this blind. I went in super blind because I didn't see the trailer. I just heard about it. Um, and then Double Toasted was going to review and I didn't watch it. Mm. Yeah, I, I was I went, tempted to, but I, I wanted to see the show first, you know? Right, right, exactly. But I didn't even see the trailer. So I didn't even know. Because I saw the trailer right. after. Oh, uh, okay, okay. When I went out, when I was in in uh in in oh gosh in Gemstone, right? Gemstone's running trailer after, I like oh shit okay the the real this would have spoil real things though, like I kind of piece together what going on and the context and blah blah blah. I was so glad I went in as blind as well. Take, uh, Anya Taylor Joy is great in this. She she's very very good at this. Nice. Um, Ray Fiennes is really good at this, and the two of them bounce off each other really good. Nicholas Holt right. is pretty good as well, but he's kind of the, the he's kind of sideish character. Given what what happened to him, he ultimately is kind of the side character. It's really Harriet and Joanne refines bunks off each other, and what she does in, at the end, the decision she makes is great. Um, I thought I loved this. I didn't expect to enjoy it. It's not so much about um, the one percent or anything like that. Yeah, that is a big part of it, but it's kind of the side effects of that. I like, guess you could you could do some Marxist or I know anarchist reader this or something like that. But really it's about the the craft of the craft of uh cooking. So the movie that I kinda compare it to, if anything, um so like much like how Tar is compared to like remember we make a comparison comparing Tar to Whiplash. 
Yes. As a kind of working evolution to Whiplash in its own way. This is like uh, a movie, what, what, what I was last year or year before, uh, Pig. Right? Oh, that, that, was, that was last year. That was one of our best subjects. Right. Yeah. right, last year, right, yeah. That was all right, Pig. Pig, okay. And, um, uh, all right. <laughs> yeah, and so it's comparable to that in terms of like the, the craft and what you feel like because Ray Fine's character is very similar to, to Nicolas Cage's character in Pig. Okay, I, 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 I see. I see. I see. That That's goes. All. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> where, but where it goes, the direction of where what Ray Fine decided to do with his craft and his career is vastly different because this movie escalates and it is very funny. It, it's, it, it's black comedy. It's very pitch black comedy but it's very funny in my opinion how they do it how they just the frame the shots they do they have this running running um like list of when the when the, the food the 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 the, 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 um, the cost of the dish comes in that's that kind of stuff because when the cost of the meal comes in you'll mm-hmm. see it'll tell you what it is you're eating and but okay. what it is in the, in the context of the thing is like all right well it's real hard though and all it's right. <laughs> very good it, it it stylizes cooking really well you know is is all of that um Highly stylized cooking shit with involved uh what do you call him? Uh, we, we shout at you on, in cooking. I forget his name. Uh, Nyan nah, Chef. Um, oh gosh, the British fellow who shout at oh, people. Um, not, not, not Ramsey. Ramsey, no, right? Ramsey, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he kind of like that a little bit of that, but it's very disciplined and the career that where he goes, it, it feel like a little bit like that, like like that kind of um that kind of these chef shows there. And it's, it's just that it, they make it work. It's really funny the people who get. They come up on, I'll, I'll say they probably deserve it because it's what it does with it. And yeah, overall, uh, it's very entertaining. There's a a big kind of a tense action sequence at the end that is so funny when they do that. And I was like, when they do that, all I'll say is that it involves lighting a candle. You'll know it when you see it. That is so well done. <laughs> That's really fun. That catch me. That real catch me. I was like, all right, well, finally some shit getting done there. And then what they do with it, all I'll say is a certain person lights a candle with a lighter. That is all you'll know. You'll know what, so you'll know the scene when you watch it. That shit had me cracking up, Joy. It is very funny. <laughs> but but yeah, the main thing is is it's it really works with Anya Taylor Joy. Um, she's very good in this. What they do with her, how it plays out, where it goes, and how she how she resolves the situation to to effectively um deal with the 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 the, the situation. I don't want to say what it is. Uh it, it, it's very clever and really well done. It's well written. It's not some masterpiece or anything like that. You know, we see, I've seen this kind of thing done better in some ways. Uh, but because I went in blind and because of the nature, the, the central message of the conceit, it works very well. So it's basically well, well, when you find out the history of uh, Ray Fine's character and, and what he going through and why he's the way he is and so on and so forth and how he gets to the point of that point in his life, yeah, you totally appreciate the story of what it is they're trying to do and see. And it's, it's very well done and very funny. Uh, written, yeah, about a, a eight out of ten. Not not as good as um, gosh. Uh, decision leave. Decision leave, right? Yeah, not as good as that. It it's still on the predictable and a little predictable. Like when you when you know what's going on, you can kind of know where it's going, kind of. But I still like how it was written and how it was well delivered and well done. And again, refines dread. He real hold the movie dread, but she hold the movie as well. And and the two of them bounce off each other really well. I'd it's, like to see that when you see young actors and older actors, you know, really come together. You just, you just see talent uh, working so well together. And she, she's excellent at this. I mean, we, 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 we like she knows everything so far, right? She, 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 she really hasn't failed us so far, in my opinion. She's almost no, good. No, 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 no. And, and I hope that she doesn't fail us with Furiosa. 
Right, right, right. Yeah. She's great. She's great in pretty much everything, in my opinion. Uh yeah. Uh, I I just really enjoyed this. I had, um, I had, I had this really fun conceit about. It. I didn't expect to enjoy it as much as I did, but it is excellent. Um, all things considered. So yeah, I rated eight out of ten. A lot of fun. Going to going as blind as you can, and you'll you'll really like it. I I loved it. I uh, where it went, and again it's because of the dark comedy. I just didn't expect it to be as funny as it was. Um, it's smart. It's smart writing, you know, overall. It's just really smart writing overall uh, for what it is. Uh, yeah, 8 out of 10 for me. All right. Nice, nice, nice. Okay. So, with all that being said, Ricardo, where can people find you online? Um, Passat, R-B-D-D-Y on Twitter. Um, Passat, I am Rokos Medina on Twitter. If you get that reference, congratulations. You're a sci-fi nerd. Uh, right. Rokos Medina on, on Twitter. Um, and then type in Ricardo Medina on Facebook and you can find me there. All right, I am occasionally on TikTok and uh, Twitter, but I'm mostly on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. You'll find your links in your Linktree link. I'm also on Fiverr as well, too. Um, I do, you know, music and music video reviews. That's where I get, you know, I listen to some great music, some of which, some albums of which will make it to my best of, you know, best albums of this year list, right? But all that being said, though, um, in the Facebook and YouTube links, you'll find excerpts from today's episode, along with other episodes of BBB Radio, Retrospect Reviews, and BS Beats and Billy. Uh, there's stuff to look forward to. Um, so a few more movies, you know, to, to check out before year's end. Um, there's Emancipation. Not really excited not, by it, but this, 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 this could be Will Smith's return, his, yeah. his, his, his apology letter, if you will. Who knows? I don't know. Um, we're supposed to be getting, no quote on this, but we're supposed to be getting um, the Banshees of Inishirin, right? Um, okay. This has been getting a lot of great buzz as well, too. It's from um, Martin McDonough. It stars Colin Farrell, Brendan Gleeson. A lot of people have it as one well, of the best of the year, but we're supposed to get it digitally. Um, I think it's in a week or so, right? Um, also, uh, Rick and Morty Season 6 is wrapping yeah. up, right? So you have to talk about that. Uh, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio will be, you know, you'll talk about as well too. Um, Avatar, The Way of Water is coming yeah. out. I uh, just yeah. let you all know, I... uh, we're going to be doing a double feature for it. Yes, of course we have to. Of course we have to. Yeah, talk about one and two because I mean, why right. not, right? Yeah, so you know, it's an excuse for me to go back to Pandora. I haven't watched that show since I saw it in uh, since I watched it home years ago that was years ago but anyway right so it's that um we will have to wait unfortunately after christmas to talk about glass onion um and uh well they're also coming out on netflix uh is matilda the musical right um yeah it look good it look good not a big matilda fan it look good right. we can talk about that uh those most likely might be the last two films that we'll talk about in this um for the season here and then you know we'll jump into our best stuff list right so um ricardo i don't know if you've started already but yeah, now is a good I, time to I've been making a, I've been making a, just a, a loose list over the year actually from since the year started. Yeah, me right, too, me know. too. You're right, yeah, right. So that is where it could be. I don't. I'm not, not sure how much ranking I'm gonna be doing to be honest, but I'll I'll probably make an effort someday and then see. Okay. Yeah. Well. Well. In my case, I will do like I, I um, as I usually do. I'll do a top twenty. Um, really like the the ten to one is really the ones that that real iffy in terms of where I rank them by. But um. Like the thing is, like I, just just to wrap things up, I like I don't have like I have a like there's a lot of great uh, films to see this year, boy. 
but um I really had to take long and hard as to which was the one that just just really knocked knock it out the park for me, boy. Like there's just so much to choose from, boy. But I'll I'll find one because I have to. Yeah, um, I believe we'll be worth it, right? But yeah, that that is definitely what you can look forward to uh this month. So yeah, just just can't wait to to see some great films. There's a couple of shitty films I want to see by years, and I really want to watch Morbius. <laughs> right. See what the big deal is about that. And yeah, I mean you can look forward to our best and worst of list by years and. And yeah, that's pretty much about it. So once again, guys, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Whenever you're listening to this, this was Machi Bailey and Ricardo Medina. And we are sending off another episode of BBB Radio. So until the next one, take care. Stay safe in the note. Peace.